0: Oh, welcome back to the Dormon Radio Games Cast. We're here to talk about video games. Everyone excited to talk about video games? Nah.
1: I for once yes, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna be the one to say it for once yes. <laughs>
0: All right. Well as always I I'm your host and joined by my lovely cohort of co-hosts, Alex, Brett, Hello <laughs> and Wyatt. Hello.
2: That was not a weird one. You can't be laughing for no, that. No, laughing just because,
1: because it, the first did. millisecond came through and the rest was <laughs> silent.
3: <laughs> so,
2: so you know
1: what,
4: Alex? It may not have been weird, but it was weird enough for Discord. Yeah, so, for audiences yes. Alex <laughs> did
0: uh just wave at the camera. So I'm doing it again. This is
2: the real fan experience you don't get if you want if you're just listening to us. It's true. It's true. I'm, it's doing true. It's I'm doing it I'm doing it with both hands now. You know, uh, at, missing.
4: at some point, we're just going to have to make, uh, like, just, just, like, a montage of all of the weird things that come out of Alex's
2: mouth.
0: There's a lot of weird stuff that all of us have said. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: well, we'll that, have, like, a best-of compilation yeah. made by a fan someday, I'm sure. I,
2: I, I think the capstone for that might be something having to do with Willem Dafoe. Hell, I yeah, might...
1: I
4: might do it <laughs> if I'm bored someday.
0: That's for the TikTok. We we'll, we'll inevitably make a TikTok. Oh, that's you're what
4: yeah, doing. yeah, that's definitely happening for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: so well, enthusiastic.
0: We're going to talk about Summer Games Fest. Uh, Summer Games Fest has been going on for a while. We've already talked about the Sony showcase, so we're not going to talk about Sony stuff because we've ar- there's a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, I think all yeah. of us were pretty surprised at how high quality almost every show that we saw was. Genuinely, um, yeah. I, I think this is a a thing where pretty much any of the spoilers we're going to be doing a tier list, uh, and pretty much anything that is on that tier list is worthwhile being high, except for maybe one thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much one one maybe two. Uh, yeah. And we'll talk about those. Um, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and start out with the Summer Game Fest kickoff, which was like the main thing. Uh, oh, that that's being separated. Happened. It's being separated just because I don't think there was a ton of note here that was really surprising to us uh yeah it was it was a lot of jeff keely being a jeff keely person a lot of people talking this time around and Mm -hmm. i think it definitely felt a little bit low-key comparatively uh, Mm um to most of the other stuff that was going on afterwards Uh, but not to say it was bad it was just kind of fine the way i put yeah. it
1: this uh, the the kickoff show was the one that i like definitively wholly missed because i was at work and looking at what i missed after the fact it didn't really feel like i i yeah yeah like I, I, just, really I was very comfortable just skimming through. Picture, yeah. i'm
4: in a i'm in a very similar situation where i watched part of it uh during my lunch break at work and then i watched mm. the rest of it with ryan and i just skipped a whole bunch of stuff and i feel like the show would have been a lot worse if i hadn't had the ability to skip through certain things
0: (laughs) yeah i agree i agree yeah that's definitely part of it um all right anything from this that really stood out to people in terms of the show itself any big jeff keely feedback
1: i feel like Almost all like the games that I remember that have a possibility from being this are actually from other shows instead. <laughs> That's <laughs> so the that thing. I like I it. think everything
0: else that we would have talked about has been shown in another yeah. show or is better talked about at the show that it was majorly shown at. I think we we saw like some Alan Wake footage or something. We saw a bunch of random yeah. stuff. Oh, uh, huh. we saw an Armored Core trailer, I believe. I was
4: gonna say uh, Alan Wake Two looked pretty interesting. Um, I think. I think we were talking about this while you and I were watching this, Ryan, but I I like Alan Wake a lot. I think it hasn't aged very well, and so I'm really looking forward to a sequel that kind of takes a lot of the, the atmosphere and the ideas that the first game had and kind of irons out a yeah. lot of those issue so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and i also oh, think Remedy there are
0: a couple small things i want to talk about here before we move on because there is there was actually one big thing which is final fantasy 7 rebirth i think was the big yes uh, oh, yeah, that was in the, the final announcement wasn't it so that, we got that was the, the first it was the final was announcement and it was oh. the first trailer that is like a proper trailer yes. for rebirth that included some gameplay uh and looked i would say all around very good it was not yes. a bad showing um i think i would say it's a pretty phenomenal showing uh, it's coming early 2024 now. It's been not pushed back because it was winter of this season, not yeah. like this year, so it's not actually been pushed back at all. Uh, but it is definitely timed further back now. So I think it's a... Uh, yeah, it looks really good. I'm excited to play this when it comes out. I think Final Fantasy fans are eating really well right now because it seems like 16 is going to be a banger. And hopefully 17 Rebirth follows up that and this is also mm-hmm. very good. Uh yeah, it looks great. Okay, let's move on to the start of the show Mortal Kombat 1. Uh actually wait, Prince of Persia, we're going to talk about that in the Ubisoft direct. Oh, yeah. I want to wait to talk about the totally Ubisoft thing, but I do want to note that we did all really like it. Uh Yes. Yeah. That note for Prince of Persia. Mortal Kombat 1 got shown off. This is the gameplay of Mortal Kombat, the big blowout of it. It looks great. It looks like a good, good Mortal Kombat game. It's still in canon technically with the other Mortal Kombat games cuz You know, Liu Kang became a fire god and restarted the timeline, so new timeline, easily accessible for new players, but technically still in canon with the other stuff to not annoy old players as much. Uh, The big gimmick here is you have, like, tag team partners that you can call in for special attacks, which are not the same as the fighters for every case. Uh, There's some unique stuff there, which is cool, and it looks good. It looks Mortal Kombat-y. You know, I I think Never Realm is going to have a hard time making a bad game and Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Really? tends to look very good. Uh, moving on to Path of Exile 2, which I want to bring up because I'm, a, I'm on the Diablo team. Uh, for a second, I was really confused. Yes, was. <laughs> I,
1: I, I was too when I was watching it. I say that I was like, I'm a huge.
0: I'm also a huge Path of, Path of Exile fan. Uh, a lot of people on the Diablo team are going to be playing Path of Exile when it comes out too. We like the game, so I'm very excited to try that when uh, it's shown. Fully uh, in July, which has Path of Exile, has ExileCon. They're going to do like a big blowout of it uh, with all the I, stuff. I,
2: I was shown the perk tree for, for one of the characters for Path of Exiles, and I, I think it's safe to say I'm probably
0: sticking with Diablo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say Path of Exile is. That's kind of the big difference, I think, between the ARPG design of, of Diablo and Path of Exile, is it's just four largely different audiences, even though a lot of it is like people will enjoy both but path of exile is very very deep uh and i am excited to dig into it when it comes out moving into what i thought was a street fighter thing and then they showed exoprimal and it was dinosaurs we got street fighter yeah. Exoprimal, which was fun where you have um, that robot ryu and robot <laughs> guile skins yep Lots of cool skins. Uh, Exo Primal is a weird one. I think we're, we'll end up talking more about Exo Primal when it comes out, because I'm sure if no one else does, I'm going to make it our Game Pass game for that month. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Because it's it's a Game Pass game when it comes out. So I'm excited to give it a try. Uh, hopefully it's fun. It's Capcom has been hitting nothing but bangers lately, so hopefully that continues. Yeah, right.
1: it would be sad for it to be the only like mid-game in their recent lineup.
0: I mean, which is weird because the, the previews for it were all relatively positive. Uh, just still yeah. kind of confused about the PvPvE direction of it being an odd choice. But yeah. the more they've talked about it, the more I'm kind of getting into that idea because it, it feels really different from something like a lot of the other live service games that are being made right now. It just depends. Yeah, it it's it, like just it's, yeah. it it's still you know it still has a season pass
1: and stuff. So it, it it's going to end up all of the negative stuff is going to end up being realized when the game. You know, gets into people's hands if there yeah. is any negative stuff. But it, yeah, we'll it's, just, it's a wait and see kind of thing. I, I agree.
0: Uh, we saw more Witchfire. Witchfire continues to look excellent. Uh, mm, yeah. We saw Remnant 2, which I think Wyatt and I are very excited about. Uh, yeah. Looks great. Previews for that game have been great. Uh, the step up from the last game looks to be really significant. Like, there's a huge, it seems like, visual uptick in what the game looks like, as well mm. as just gameplay wise, there's a lot more going on that is really exciting to me because Remnant one is still a great game uh, and a good time. It just is definitely feels very indie. Whereas I think this is pushing up into double a triple a tier of game. Uh, Some weird Sonic stuff showed up for a second in Honkai star rail lies of P dropped a demo. And I think Brett and I played the lies of P demo and it's Mm -hmm. very competent. Uh, I think more competent than at least I was expecting at being a bloodborne clone. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because I feel like for the most part with uh, the the souls like indie games, you can expect most of them to be like pretty good. But like even with like the really like the really good ones like Mortal Shell and stuff, they're still like they're 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 still clunky. They still feel like Dark Souls one mm. era of clunk in twenty twenty three. I I there was. I don't think almost any clunk in Lives of P. It is, it's definitely very demanding. Wow. Like, I need to learn to get good at it because it's doing the, uh, yeah, only the, thing like grasp how the thing.
0: dodging thing worked.
1: fully. It's, yeah, exactly. It felt like some
0: attacks had like weird wind ups and whatnot that, yeah, in your dodges on, or not your dodge, your parries on like a weird time. So it's a, mm-hmm. that bit was a little bit, I wouldn't say clunky, just hard to get used to. Uh, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, I want to bring up Sandland because we did see Sandland in the showcase, which is an Akira Toriyama art style game, uh, which oh, yeah. I thought looked really good. This is came out of what nowhere. It? It's not a Dragon Quest thing. It's not related to something else. Uh, it's what Bandai was the Namco.
2: Tagline for it: "You don't have to be a human to save humanity."
0: Yeah, it's like, like rolling around in a desert. Uh, it's it, one of the it was first really like, cute. Unreal Engine Five games. You've got a bunch of vehicles. Remind me a lot of some of the trailer stuff we've seen for Armed Fantasia, which is one of the double Kickstarter mm. things that Brett and I are keeping track of. Um, Sam, yeah, Sandland looks very fun. I think the scene where he's in a goofy looking Akira Toriyama, ta- Toriyama tank and then uses a bunch of swarm missiles sold me because, as everyone knows, I like swarm missiles. <laughs> if yes. the game has swarm <laughs> missiles, I'll probably play it. Uh, I think
1: there there is something to be said, too, because a lot of that whole, like... Kind of like almost steampunky, like chibi technology mm-hmm. sort of thing that used to be like at the core of original Dragon Ball, but they've moved so far past that in all new Dragon Ball stuff now yeah. that it's nice that they have like a place for it to be because it, it is kind of iconic in a way that Bulma would always have like this crazy vehicles that she would ride in like the uh, the official like promo artwork and stuff, um and it's nice that they have their own kind of game now so they don't just get forgotten pretty much yeah
4: and i know i know this art style has been adapted into like uh 3d games before but it's impressive to see an art style like this translate so well still
0: yeah yeah i, I would say it looks to me better than it has looked in games like dragon quest builders Even though i love dragon quest builders i think this has really been an impressive showing for this art style uh, in terms of like sticking to really akira, early akira toriyama and not mm-hmm. modern dragon ball look Uh, And mixing it as well with the realistic backgrounds works better than I expected like this looks like a coherent game Uh, vehicle races there's like some Metal Gear stealth going on I don't know what this is but I'm excited so
2: (laughs) I don't think it's typical like Dragon Quest
0: combat type thing oh absolutely not no no no, uh, for sure all right Annapurna showed some stuff and announced that they have a showcase later in the month that has not happened yet so we can't talk about it uh Throne in Liberty was an MMO that was shown off. This is another Amazon-published MMO. Uh, I, think, I believe this game's been out in Korea for a while.
4: Um, looks Cause pretty... Because if, if, you, if you fail once, try, try again. <laughs> yeah, I don't again, some, someone should have
0: set a timer.
1: <laughs> no. Someone should set a timer for how long this lasts in the Western market before it ends up with New World. I mean, it'll be around I, forever. I it, think
4: it's... <laughs> The the funny part is not that, because, like you said, they're not developing this game. I think it's just funny that, like, the next big project they work on after New World is yeah. another MMO.
0: <laughs> Again, yeah, not developed by Amazon Games. Amazon Games has published a lot of games even before New World, and those are pretty far removed from any of the internal struggles that they had during New World and during the other games that were canceled and whatnot. So, I, I would not be too concerned based on Amazon games being involved right. here just right. because, like, this is a really different situation. Uh, looks fine. I don't there's, know. There's, <laughs> some,
4: there's some cool looking stuff. Like, I I, I just saw this little moment of this guy, like, uses, like, a grappling hook hmm. to fly up into the air and then transforms into, like a like, a bird or something, which looks kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks fun. <laughs> uh, I think the problem with a lot of these MMOs that make it over through Amazon games and through other Western publishers that are publishing Eastern games, the monetization for them is often very different from the approach I have. I know that's why I've bought, bounced off of Lost Ark really hard, despite loving uh, games like it, that you know, it just, I just couldn't stick with the, the treadmill that they do mm-hmm. in like the amount of real time that you end up having to do to do any of the new stuff is just so so beyond annoying um and even if i wanted to spend money on it they make it so confusing that i don't know what to buy (laughs) oh damn at least if i'm playing a game like eso i'm like i can get the subscription and i'm good
3: (laughs) yeah
4: that's one thing where that's one thing where like not and and i don't even blame anyone for who doesn't realize it but like monetization is very different in other countries oh yeah Mm -hmm. like very very different what my perceptions might, different than you know,
0: the expectations are extremely different. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And, and so it can be hard to, um, I, I mean, try to translate a game that, ha- that is designed on a very specific kind of like microtransaction system or however it's, they it's do it. It's part of why like free to play games
0: like, take so long to go cross coast and global just cause yeah. you can't really adapt the same scheme everywhere. Cause it just won't work. Uh, yeah. so yeah, there's a lot of reasons for that type of stuff. Um, the next game we saw, Warhaven, is actually kind of a surprise, really interesting thing to me. This is a Nexon-published, uh, almost for honorary. it looks like, PvP, yes, just... battle, fantasy, medieval game. And yeah, I love the character designs here. Uh, yeah. It looks fun. I'm they really had, interested.
1: They had a demo for this, I think, last year. Uh, and I was watching one of my friend's play it for a while it looked it just looked like a lot of like dumb fun like you could just get like crazy super abilities that would like it, it almost felt like a multiplayer uh like musou game because there's a lot of like ads mm-hmm. around that are just computers oh. that you can just slaughter and you know i, if, I, if like I you was get, almost
0: getting is it to me is almost presenting as like medieval fantasy battlefield or battlefront yeah it, it, it looks I, a little it's similar more. to that yeah i actually.
2: completely forgot they had wingsuits Filling and, and yes oh,
4: hey i'm i'm totally fine with more games that kind of take up that for honor space because i think it's a great concept and for honor just makes me want to cry every time i play it so <laughs> hey if we can get a if we can get a cool alternative i'm totally down
0: <laughs> yep. all right uh after that we saw party animals finally again and it's yeah. gonna come out at some point it <laughs> so, looks good, I think, it, looks good. Yeah, it looks fine uh it's coming out in September.
2: What did, what did we say? It looks like other a other little bit more out in polished Gang Beasts with UI. Yeah, it's Gang Beasts
0: with UI. I think they'll
4: have weapons and like, items and yeah, stuff Yeah, it, it looks
0: like more mini-gamey, a little bit more variety than Gang Beasts has. So mm.
4: I'm interested. Which I'm I'm totally down for that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, next big thing was Alan Wake 2. We already talked about that. Uh, Space Marine 2 looking really good. We're seeing more, hey, more yes. gameplay of it. And yeah, it looks really fun. Uh, Previews from it have also been very good. We saw John Carpenter's Toxic Commando, and the only reason I bring this up is because I was so confused about the trailer for this game.
4: I Well, and I'm just confused as someone who's who's seen more than a couple John Carpenter movies. I'm like, this doesn't, like... John Carpenter has done a wide variety of things in his career, but when you think of John Carpenter, this entire trailer... Is not what I think of at all. So I don't even know why his name is attached. To be honest, to like what capacity is he? Is it story related? Is it what? what what's happening? <laughs> what, yeah, what's like, he, his role here? It's so strange. Hopefully,
1: he at least did the music, so the music
0: can be good. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be nice. Sure, did that kind of thing, which I am.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It looks fine. Uh, was really surprised when a John Carpenter' name popped up. Um, yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 showed off again and looks, again, yes. very good. So it's Spider-Man 2. Uh, Pow World? Pow World is coming out <laughs> swinging. Okay. I can't
1: wait. I've been waiting for so long, and we're so close. We're so
0: close. The thing is, I think so many people thought this game was like an asset flip or something, or just something completely non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> but it, the kind more like we seeing of it now, it's a real thing. Oh, and that's it right. It looks like there's Pokemon a lot minions. of effort put into this game. I mean, the yeah. thing is,
4: you can't blame people for thinking this looks like an asset. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> at look at it.
1: But but there it, are, it's clear there are so many think...
2: off-brand Pokemon.
1: I think it's it's clear at this point that that was on purpose. Like yeah. it, you can't have gone this far without realizing that you have made one of the best joke games <laughs> ever.
0: Because <laughs> I mean, it's right. just. A scene here where someone's sitting on the back of something that looks like a laprass and it's got two arms holding Sam missile launchers. Yeah, this
4: and and like it's know. it's it's weird because like you see the environments, you see like the, the little creatures and the eat. and the player character and you're like, okay, these kind of fit, not a hundred percent, but they kind of fit. And then you just see like the modern day assault rifles and you're like, Wow <laughs> yeah. What's happening?
0: yeah, I mean awesome. truly bizarre uh, I wish it was in full release and not just early access because I, I think I'm going to end up waiting to play this until full release because I really just want to see the full experience um, yeah Power Absolutely World looks like insane. insane nightmare fever dream can't wait uh, we saw Black Desert stuff and this made me sad because it looked really cool and then I, it, they, I remembered it was Black Desert and not like a new thing um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was that. Return to Moria. Uh they showed a bunch of gameplay of what looks like uh, yes. some AI fun to see more dwarves.
4: This looks cool. I think if you're uh, I mean if if you're going to take a, a Lord of the Rings game and and do something kind of left of the dial with it. This makes so much more sense than a Gollum stealth. Yeah, out. like a golem, this is the yeah. Like,
0: Lord of the Rings <laughs> spin-off thing that makes a lot of sense to me cuz I want to yeah. play dwarves retaking Moria. That sounds fun. I uh,
2: I wonder it- if there is going to be a little <laughs> <laughs> like uh, crapping on the go- crapping on Gollum Easter egg and Return to Moria. <laughs> no,
1: don't be. I mean. I would love it, but there probably wouldn't be. <laughs> no, I don't think they not. could do that.
4: And this looks like too. I I don't know if you guys also kind of noticed this. This also looks like it's going to be in that genre of like like uh, like like city management mixed with like third person yes. action.
0: There's been a, there was yeah. a
4: couple of those. In, during this, I like, love
0: them every time they come games out. They're yeah,
4: it's a cool mix. I feel like it's a cool mix. I feel like it's not something that we get a lot, but I've been noticing a lot of them during all of these um, all these showcases, which is kind of exciting.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on past this, the next big thing was Banished, which is we saw like a cinematic trailer for this a long time ago. This one has actual gameplay and it looks like a really cool action banishers. Yeah, banishers Banishes ghost banisher's ghost of new eden uh oh God. thank you ryan <laughs> looks oh that's right. legitimately very the... interesting yeah. <laughs> uh it looks like you have a lot of choices to make about whether or not you banish someone or do something else and there's going to be some consequences oh yeah uh and the, the action looked competent which hmm? i can't always say about games from uh what was it focus interactive and don't nod <laughs> yep Sometimes they miss the mark. Sometimes they hit it. Hopefully Sometimes. this is a hit. Alright. Uh, like a Dragon and Man Who Erased His Name, looks very cool. This is yes, Kiryu, the next excuse main me, line. the man with no name who is now a secret agent. And <laughs> that's what's going what? on. That's the He's plot of this game, agent. Alex. So This is also not a full-priced release. So this is explaining some of the gap between uh, Yakuza 6 and Like a Dragon, like Yakuza 7, however you want to refer to it uh as to what kiryu is doing is kiryu is not an important character in 7 uh he's off doing his own thing you play ichiban like set that in stone kiryu is not the focus of 7 but he will be in 8 supposedly a lot and so they're kind of building to um i think the rumor floating around now is that kiryu might even have like his own party and you're swapping between parties of characters huh. and ichiban and kiryu's party which is interesting for so it might
2: for be Eight. another new player Type thing or switching between not, the two, not mains. two player, but like
0: oh. switching, yeah. switching between characters by chapter most likely, uh, and yeah, this is, it shows Kiryu in the interim uh, doing some secret agent stuff, which is pretty cool. I'm down for a secret agent Kiryu game. It's insane mm-hmm. as an idea, and I love it. Uh, this is also where I'll mention Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, the trailer with. Lack of underpants, Ichiban is yes. the eighth like a dragon game. It is actually <laughs> the, the main line incredible. one. The main line one, uh, and they were supposedly on Honolulu, so that we might be going to Hawaii. All right, moving on. A uh, bunch of other games that look fine under the waves as a cool under the waves under the sea looking game. <laughs> fay Farm is a fay farming game. Uh, King Arthur Legends Rise looked very plain and exactly like <laughs> i would expect a game called king arthur legends rise to look like yeah uh, probably won't play it wayfinder shows up has a cool trailer again uh fortnite unreal editor i'm sure a lot of people are going to get tons of mileage out of uh, a bunch of random stuff in star trek infinite and a twisted metal trailer and <laughs> sorts of insanity Mojo. No, no, can we not,
4: can we not gloss over that twisted metal trailer? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: we
0: can that's kind of a, i that's think a big we can ask.
4: i what 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 was that what what what's happening what i'm so confused what are they
0: and i can't wait to do an <laughs> april fool's episode on this entire show <laughs> Something uh, like
1: that. oh god
0: just make a twisted metal game just do that yeah, I don't think anybody really show. wants a show. What's who's know. the audience for this show? Like oh, This is the no, Gollum
1: game of Twisted oh, Metal. God.
0: But a show.
1: The Gollum. Like, I don't know if anybody wanted this.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well we saw Lisfanga, which is a really cool. Uh indie production that is you fighting with versions of yourself.
3: Oh yeah. As you like die and man, repeat,
0: was- which seems really cool. Uh, We then saw Immortals of Avium again, more Fortnite stuff, and then the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer, Uh, which, yeah, the Rebirth trailer was very good. Uh, I think there's not a ton we can really say about this until we are closer to release and get more information. Two discs. Two Two discs, discs. though. Two actual discs. discs. For reference, one disc for PS5 is 100 gigs, so that's a lot of game. Yeah. I think it's... the last
4: major video game that's come out that required two discs was probably like Red Dead 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's been a while. Uh yeah, this is gonna be a big game and they've definitely heavily leaned into the fact that this is gonna be more open and more akin to the sections of the original game that people are familiar with that is more open world and more traversally yeah. and you can explore more areas. They showed a lot of characters that are later in the game, so we're expecting this is going to get late. And then they're also throwing a bunch of hooks at us that are really weird of uh, Sephiroth's gaslighting cloud and a bunch of stuff like that, so yeah. we'll talk about that later, but this trailer is meant to mislead people for sure, and I'm of excited course. to see how this game actually is when it releases. Uh, Day of the Devs happened after the Summer Games kickoff, very soon after, and looked uh, at a couple of interesting indie games that are coming out. Um, this was, Summer Hill was the first one, I don't know if anyone's super excited about this, but it's a, a nice little wander around a hill game, I think is the best don't way remember. I can describe it. Um, didn't stick out too much to me, but I'm sure a lot of people will like it. Day of the Dead's was one that was a little rushed for me to be able to watch. Uh, Eternites got shown off again and cool. proves the game is real. It's got some strange <laughs> grid combat, which I wasn't prepared for, and then lots of cool looking action, so... I don't know what to think of Eternites until it comes out, because it seems too high budget for the team that's making it to make it, but maybe it will fully work. Uh, we'll find out. Retro Gadgets is very up my alley, because it's a game about repairing little retro consoles and stuff, and that's just very fun as a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's going to be enjoyable to a lot of people. Mars First Logistics is another interesting like building and puzzle-solving game, so... This, to me, great art style. I'm not always a huge fan of these, but Tears of the Kingdom has maybe shown me that that might not be as true as I thought it was. <laughs> so maybe I'll like this more than I expect. Uh, seems interesting. Then we saw Salt Sea Chronicles, and Salt Sea is... Uh, oh, no, no, it's not the game that I was thinking of. Um, does look fine. It's a, a game talk about talking to people. So, moving on. Um like Odyssey, which, for people who don't know, was a double fine, like documentary that happened that is legitimately incredible. Uh, Psych Odyssey okay. is very worth watching. They had a like camera team embedded in Double Fine for a really long time to track wow. the development of Psychonauts 2 and they did a lot of stuff around that and it's really, really good. Uh, Psych Odyssey is great. Um, yeah. Uh, Return of Volvi happened afterward which was the Devolver Direct and I don't know that any of us have actually watched this full presentation yet. I haven't. I did not watch no. it. There's a lot of stuff online. I have not watched it. Uh, they showed some interesting games, as Devolver tends to. I'm sure most of them are going to be good. Uh, that's about all I can say about the Devolver Direct. We'll probably try to talk about it next time. Wizard with a Gun looks really fun. That's mm. my extent of Devolver Direct knowledge for this year. I, this anything Devolver puts out was. is going to
2: be good, but to what degree?
0: Yeah it's, it's just weird, and I can't judge the humor of this show because I didn't get to watch the entire show at once. I had to watch like bits of it at a time, mm. just as how many other shows were happening. Um, yeah, it was wacky. All right, next up, we have the Xbox Showcase was the big blowout with the Starfield developer oh, yeah. afterward. Yes. Uh, this was and, and the a most doozy, important part.:
2: The controller and watch.
4: It, it, was a, headset. <laughs> it was an interesting show, because <laughs> I, I feel like with the... I, I'm, I'm almost, like, torn, because they did show off a lot of good stuff, but at the same time, I, I like, lost my mind. I, Ryan was there. I lost my mind at the end of the show, because it's like, you guys had so much time to show off all these things. And they, we have still so many questions. There's still so many, like projects that we just know nothing absolutely nothing about. It's it's insane how many projects still in the year 2023 are just there's no information whatsoever.
1: It's I I do bizarre. agree. However, I care about so few of those that the things that they showed instead were way cooler to me cuz I'm not a fable person. I'm not an avowed person. I'm not a perfect dark person. I don't even remember what the other ones were, to be honest with you, I, because uh, it's been so faded long. It's from memory and it, at this point. It's yeah. It yeah. sucks that they didn't show them, but I think by this point they probably know that if they if the game isn't coming out in like the next little bit, they they really shouldn't show any more of them at this point because it's just going to become another Elder Scrolls Six meme where people are waiting on it forever it, and being people, very vocal about it because they keep pushing it back.
2: A- avowed to me still looks cool. But I think after Starfield, I'm no longer as interested in it as I thought I was, which is kind <laughs> of sad for me. But I I want to see like good good reactive magic and swinging in like a a very Elder Scrolls esque setting game, yeah, but you know I, with better feeling combat.
4: I would definitely like there to to exist a Elder Scrolls type game. A it, it felt very Skyrim when I was watching the trailer for it. Which hey, if we can get a Skyrim game, Skyrim like game with some actual colors and uh better combat i mean sold <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for that especially if you don't have to mod it
0: <laughs> all right well let's really go through the idea. show uh piece by piece to talk about some of the stuff that showed up um starting off they came up with fable or came out with fable and we got richard Ione <laughs> doing a i don't know thing a comedy thing which was kind of funny and i think fit, fit the tone of fable but at the same time why and I got really hung up on his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> they were super realistic and, like super okay. modern day looking. And it was, yeah. there was such a focus of the frame. And then he's got like this whole vegetable farmer look and then the glasses. Yeah. And it was really incongruent um, to me. But aside from that, like, I don't. Uh, the thing we know about this is this trailer is in engine. So it is, that's what the game's going to look like, which is pretty impressive. It is pretty mm-hmm. cool we didn't see much actual gameplay here we saw maybe a few snippets of what could be considered gameplay but no ui and nothing <laughs> lengthier than yeah. a single attack uh yeah, yeah I, I there's no really a way to form an opinion off of this trailer i think uh on what the actual game was, will be like
4: was, i think it, the the point of it was kind of to to like show off the tone because yeah. fable has always had a very like british humor kind of tone Um, Which I don't, which I think this, I don't really think this emulates the the exact same kind of tone. but they want to make it clear that it's very wacky and
0: goofy. still going to have humor and be funny. You
4: know, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. It just was odd, because I
0: I feel like the thing that Fable, despite having the name Fable, which definitely implies fairy tale style stuff, Fable games often haven't had something as like fairy tale-y as a Jack and the Giant Beanstalk giant. Mm. I'm open to it but at the same time i don't know if that means the tone is going to be very different in terms of like the main story cuz fable main stories are typically really serious empirical things and this may not be that from what we're getting here all right moving on south of midnight is from compulsion which did we happy few it had a great setup here oh. i really liked how this game looked it's a southern like fantasy game about hunting monsters uh, we know this is a third-person action game. They didn't show that here, but it is a third-person action game. It's single-player. So, Wait,
2: this is from the people who made We Happy Few?
0: Yeah, they, they've made other games since then. I, I brought up We Happy Few because We Happy Few was the the one that they're most known for. Um, they also made, if I can remember the name of it, Contrast, which was, I think, better received. Uh, yes, before the, the platformer, right? An early
4: platformer. PS4 game, uh, yep. from what I remember.
0: Uh, yeah, so they've been working on this I'm since there, then. Uh, it, they, I know this game has been worked on for a long time. I'm excited to see what this actually plays like because uh, the theming is great. All the characters that showed up here in the art style, fantastic. Yes. All right,
1: there was there was. I just want to say real fast. I don't Go remember what the name of it was, but like whatever, like it was in the latter part of one of the earlier shows that came before this one that tried to emulate like a like a stop motion claymation esque style. That, Harold Halibut. Uh, was inconsistent and looked bad and I this looked was... so much better
0: so much better i, I think There's harold the haliband was a inconsistent one i know what ah. the game brett's talking about but harold yeah. looks very good uh so i don't expect it was that uh, no, after yeah, that we it's... saw star wars outlaws uh trailer oh, yeah. the, like a story reveal we'll talk about that when we get to the ubisoft thing because we did see gameplay mm-hmm. of this uh thunder lotus who made spirit fairer and a number of other really really excellent indie games has been working on a thing called 33 Immortals, which is apparently a 33-player co-op raiding game. Yeah. This is very confusing to me, (laughs) because I
1: don't understand... No, I don't even don't understand. I don't think it's going to work. (laughs) Because if, like... Okay... If you are, I, I don't you're know about what like to say
0: the exact thing that I want to say.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, because I, I don't know how like what the, the the maximum player count is for most like Final Fantasy fourteen raids or whatever. But like Eight. the important part. Okay, well that that fortifies it completely. So the big
0: ones are twenty four. There are twenty four player alliance okay. raids that are big ones, but
1: I would imagine that communicating between twenty four people is already very difficult. Even if all of those people are like super yeah, like into it, no, you don't. Okay, well the then, twenty-four
0: player raids are designed to be done match made, so they're not in meant like to be squads. I was gonna say, squads. I'm assuming there's not the really eight any, raids like the eight-player raids are also designed for that, but the eight-player raids have a more difficult mode called Savage, and that is where you're in a comms with people and like talking, and everyone has to do a role. Yeah, with with okay. experience
2: with game in different like games, ideas of raids. I'm. Decently sure this one isn't gonna have like any wacky mechanics besides the Final Fantasy xiv that's that's what that, exactly the because
0: the wacky that. mechanics are often what makes raids memorable yeah but they always have a problem with being taught to players and needing a lot of teaching so I hope this game can get the teaching right because if you can actually mm-hmm. get it to where people understand what's going on and can match make with 33 other or 32 other if. players to do a raid that's super fun. But that's also the challenge that every game runs into of, like, yes. not being able to yeah, if, like,
2: if I If I, so I have hard. to go into this game and teach 32 other people something along the lines of the amount of symbols of Vow of the Disciple from Destiny, yeah.
1: <laughs> I am going that's,
2: to shoot myself in the head. I,
1: I that still is the have... thing. It's yeah, like, it. you, there's just no... I just don't see how this is going to work without being extremely... It's either going to be they try to have very fun raids with fun raid mechanics... Uh, but it ends up being extremely frustrating because you could have the most, like, educating, like, well-written, super-well-telegraphed tutorial on Earth. And there will still be, like, straight-up 50% of the player base that will be incapable of understanding it. And they will ignore it, skip past it, watch the whole thing, and have the whole thing go over their head. and Famers just
2: can't read, Brett. The whole
1: thing. Or they will go the complete opposite direction to combat that and just have very uninteresting, simple raids that anybody yeah. can do without, like, having to have anything interesting. And the thing is, there is either, a middle is ground.
0: Good. The middle ground is kind of what the Alliance raids are on 14, which are, like, they're 24 players and they're challenging, but they're not so challenging that you can't do them just match made. The issue with that is they're not really meant to be played more than once a week. Like, because they're mm. they're all like weekly rotations. Mm. You can play them at any point, and there are people for them, but there's a queue for them. Uh, it's easy to matchmaking into them. However, most people aren't going to be raiding on repeat for a day, like because they're not complicated enough to need that much time to understand. You're more doing them because they're enjoyable, but you're not going to keep doing them afterwards. So, I'm hoping yeah. this can hit some middle ground uh, and Hopefully. stay interesting enough. Payday 3 got shown off.
2: Oh, yeah. Completely
0: forgot about that. 33 Immortals, Wyatt? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Payday 3 was next. Um, Looks fine. Hopefully they don't ruin it with monetization and whatnot, the way that Payday two's kind of gone downhill.
2: No, they're going to start off with that amount. (laughs) We'll see. It's not going to get there.
0: Uh, then Brett exploded in his chair and Persona 3 Reload showed up well here's the dang thing
1: is that uh, some guy at Atlas who I think the community <laughs> has pretty assuredly found out got immediately fired oh, and no. leaked it on their Instagram because oh. like, the day after that happened they were looking for uh, a community manager for Atlas West on LinkedIn oh my god <laughs> but uh, <laughs>
3: wow so, oh so it I sucks
1: my my like my the the equivalent of seeing the the uh persona three four and five coming to game pass the that that pop had had already come like two days earlier because there was no yeah. way for me to avoid having seen that trailer however oh my god it looks so good it looks, it looks incredible just like visually it is like
2: crispy
1: yeah that the the lighting does this like the the 3D anime style so good? You can tell that like this is uh, an engine that is newer than the one that uh, Persona Five is on because they're just doing crazy things with like actual lighting and not like effects that go on after the fact and stuff. um And since the trailer, uh, which this is being confirmed to come out uh, early 2024 and on Game Pass day one, which is excellent, but fucking insane. Uh, and, uh, since then, uh, interviews and stuff have, like, been circling around of, like, what's changing from the original, what's, what's, uh, happening, uh, with stuff that they're taking over from the newer games that the team has made and stuff. Uh, and it's, they've been very open about it, which is cool. Uh, they, they're, apparently, uh, Atlas is doing a marketing campaign where every real-life full moon, they're releasing a new little mini-trailer and series of interviews and stuff, so that's cool, because the moon is a very important part of the the game story um and i listen they they they've confirmed uh so persona 3 is uh very stupid because there's three versions of the game there's oh, the god actual, there's fes and portable and uh the main story is the same it, it is included for all three of those games uh in fes they added like some extra animated cutscenes and social link stuff to kind of flesh more aspects of it out. Um, but in FES, there's a whole like 30-hour post-game game that is on the same disc that is like after the story. If for some reason things weren't explained well enough to you or you just want more of the characters, you can you can play that. And in Portable, there's a whole different uh, story on top of the normal one where you play as a female main character instead. And neither of those are being remastered, and I couldn't care less because I felt zero need to play either of them because I finished Persona 3's normal normal story, and I felt like I got the most full experience that any piece of art could possibly give me. I had no, like, questions left over. I had no desire to see whatever characters be, like, butchered because they're depressed now after what happens in the future or whatever. And I certainly did not want to see a a route where I get to play as a girl who grooms a minor. Um, And I don't know why people really want to play that, but apparently they do. Uh, And there's also other things in the female route that just, like, totally go against the the actual baked in morals of the story because you can do very stupid things that undo some of the very important parts of the the normal story um so it's it's very strange that people are so mad about that uh and I, i again i just i all of this to say that i don't care and i'm just very happy that the game appears to be in good hands and like listen people are like oh they better shorten down the uh, the the big grindy dungeon that the whole game's based around to to an easy length, no. so I don't have to grind as much. They showed it having 131 floors at least in the trailer, so you can oh fuck off because <laughs> oh, it Christ. is time to grind, baby. Oh. I love Tartarus so much. Um, but yeah, I it's you know we we're we're gonna talk about the the slew of crazy remakes. I feel like again later in the year when even more of them are out, but we've already had so many, and by this point, it's like. The games are going to, like, have a very good shot at being good, but mm. for people who played the original, you're probably never going to make them as happy as they were when they were playing the games for the first time, and you just, just kind of got to live with that, because the whole voice cast is changing in English, and that's going to make me a little sad, because there's a lot of, of lines from characters that are, like, iconic, uh, i Unfortunately, one of them is voiced by Vic Mignogna, so there's no way that they were getting him back because that would not be good. Uh, but the whole cast is different. They all sound good. Like, I looked into what they voice, and they all sound great. Um, but yeah, there's always going to be barriers with remakes and stuff that prevent people who played the old one um, from getting 100 million percent enjoyment about it. But I'm still so excited. I'm so happy. It's, it's, it's going to be good. I'm super pumped. I get to play yeah. it for free which, which helps. Close Rest to you are
0: still paying for the game. Well pass, yeah, but, $10 but it's 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 game
1: $10 pass. A month? Yeah, 10 bucks. I think that's the game yeah. Yeah. 10 to 15 in
0: ye- the ultimate, but.
4: Brett, okay. you've been eating real good on, on remakes of, of
3: your
0: of, oh, yeah. of games Dude, that you love. It's been a crazy wow. year <laughs> for Brett games.
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> eating well until they all come out and are shit. <laughs>
0: but let's hope oh, it doesn't happen. Let's hope that isn't the case. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, moving past the Persona 3 uh, remake, we have up next was Avowed. Uh, Avowed looks like I think we all expected it to, it's a very colorful Mm -hmm. fantasy RPG it's set in the same world as Pillars of Eternity uh, but far in the past and you're in the living lands, which means it's going to be a little bit more colorful than some of the PoE stuff from before Uh, looks great, yeah, I think this looks very fun, Um, it does definitely look like it is a little janky, I think a lot of the magic looked a little bit janky in a way that didn't make me concerned, but instead made me excited to see how janky it is like, oh, this Uh, feels like (laughs) Elder Scrolls jank (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like this feels like double aging because Obsidian, despite making a lot of like having a triple A team size, is working on so many things at once that I don't think it's the case Mm. that like they're having a full triple A force on most games they're making. Um, And yeah, they've said that Avowed in scale is going to be pretty close to what the Outer Worlds was. Uh, I expect that to mean just in terms of like world scale, it's not going to be huge. It's going to be yeah, that's good. a like focused game um which i think is a good manageable
1: yeah
0: yeah Uh, it also just means like it's probably not gonna fill every elder scrolls itch that people have (laughs) i think so i think a lot of the elder scrolls appeal is the exploration and size of them whereas avowed i think is going for more of an actiony and uh obsidian style game which will probably be very good i expect Avowed to be fun
2: Though it we seems saw, more serious than other Obsidian stuff. Yeah.
0: We saw a lot of cool magic here. They showed that spells work very differently. Someone had an actual spellbook that flared pages up, which just made me very that was happy. super cool. Very yeah. fun. Love seeing an actual spellbook in, in a game with spells. You see it so rarely. Bizarrely. <laughs> Bizarrely. I feel like the character... If I play a wizard in a game, I want to have a spellbook in my left hand and then slam it with my right hand to pull out a spell. That's oh. what I want. Uh, and I think Avowed might offer that to me, so I'm very excited to see how that plays, and I'm sure, uh, we saw, like, combat abilities here, we definitely saw things like a character that had, um, a, like, bow, rush it, and then do, like, a magic explosion, so it's clear ooh. that you can do, like, a mix of stuff, and not just be either I... a magician or, like, a bow user or, or a melee person. Seeing the, like, ability to hopefully have a satisfying feeling
2: spell sword, mm-hmm. ooh.
0: Yeah, I would I love like mixing. That. Oh yeah, there
2: was imbuing weapons with magic.
0: Yeah, there's imbuing weapons. Oh. We saw guns because Pillars of Eternity has uh, a bit more of a like Age of Sail mixed into its fantasy mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm excited to see that they had like what looked like flintlock magic pistols, uh, which is very cool. So yeah, Avowed, I'm, I'm excited for uh, coming out. I think next year, yeah, 2024. We didn't get any more detail than that. Looks fun. Um, sea of Thieves is doing yet another insane crossover except this time it's actually I think very thematic and pretty cool which uh, is yeah. the Monkey Island crossover uh, you get to meet Guybrush which is very entertaining and yeah this this is just super easy thematic thing to do I think yep. alright moving on Microsoft Flight Simulator is getting a uh, 2024 version which looks very impressive with air and... racing and a bunch of like search and rescue stuff and Dune. And, and Dune, Dune, so Dune yes. is actually, I believe, coming to uh, Flight Sim currently. I think that's actually coming before uh. this new version. Um, so it's like a Hellblade 2. So... Okay. You want to take <laughs> this away, Wyatt?
2: Wow, that was not gameplay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: so so sad. We, uh, we got some gameplay Mm-hmm.
4: for nice uh yeah thank you thank you for uh hellblade 2 which uh involves looking at a admittedly very well done cutscene uh with yeah, some great with some gorgeous
0: great cutscene
4: g- gorgeous yes. visuals, uh expert voice acting all around uh looks great, great audio mixing it's a great looking uh cutscene that i i think personally uh, and this might be a bit of a hot take. Uh, didn't have any fucking gameplay. <laughs> no, it <did> not. It <laughs> there did wasn't. Not you it cannot was accept, a lot of you not sit there. There was a you, lot of whispering you water,
2: and can't
4: um, sit there. Yeah, that's and it. Someone picked up a controller and pressed any buttons during that. They entire...
0: held forward. Like maybe my, they held forward. Mm, my
1: assumption. I, my assumption is what so okay the, for whatever reason the trend is for games to have a gameplay thing and not show the ui right but in the first one like there like there are points where you have to like converse with your your viking schizo mm-hmm. voices right mm-hmm. uh, almost have a have a lord of the rings Gollum-esque conversation where you might have to convince one of them about a thing to make them stop bugging you uh and like like, there's no like you just hear that happening. Uh, and if the UI wasn't there, you wouldn't see like the little like text things or like which like thing you want to choose between to to talk back at them with or whatever. Uh, so maybe that was there, and because there's no UI, it just Ninja didn't look like that was makes happening. Good games, but <laughs> I need to see
3: the game. They may I they feel make like even... going
0: insane. Maybe this is what they want. Maybe they want us to feel like Senua and this is what's happening as the marketing for this oh game goes God. on. Uh, I
3: I'm,
2: I'm except when you're playing it, you only hear the voice of the devs whispering in your ear, you're enjoying
0: playing it. Right? I feel like we're getting so much like mental anxiety <laughs> stuff, which is great. Very hellblade. You know what's also very hellblade? Character action. there's just just something about me like desperately trying to pull together
1: the most like half-assed explanation for I don't know part of the game could maybe play like this I guess or just being like but they make good things too so what happened
4: (laughs) well yeah so and that was one thing during this entire like during that entire thing during this entire trailer we were we were watching this and then I had at one point I think it was either Ryan and I at some point we were like (laughs) doesn't know Hellblade is a is a character action game franchise. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not like an interact it's not like a like a uh interactive movie like Telltale situation. That's not what it's a what character action main. game. You have a big sword and you hit things with a sword.
1: <laughs> At the very least horror. At the very least very scary. The last one was very scary. Yeah, there's this a lot of not, that, like, other stuff scary. around
0: it, but it's still a game. That is a third-person action game. Yes. And I wonder if maybe this is, like, signifying that they're really trying to go for more of, like, a uh, Last of Us, very tight, closed-in camera, we're not going to be doing the action. In which case, I am so tired of that being the only thing that we can go to for this. (laughs) Like, there were so many interesting things about the first game, and I feel like it'll be great if they do do that, but at the same time, I think they're... Missing the lightning in the bottle that was Hellblade mm-hmm. 1, because Hellblade 1 had really wide appeal, and I think this is maybe going to narrow that down a lot, and I don't know. There's, there's a lot of like weird things going on with Hellblade 2, uh, and it's what's also bad is they keep having a poor voice actor or someone come up before and explain that we're about to see gameplay of hellblade 2 yeah they don't know what's going on yeah <laughs> the ones that are making the decision that this is what's being shown and then they hype it up as gameplay so much and then we're so disappointed there's there's no gameplay. way there's no way that that that
4: like game developers don't know this but i'm i'm just gonna say this if you announced a game when did they announce? like four years ago three four years ago probably longer than I think that three ish if you yeah. announce a game three years ago and all you can show us are three CGI trailers, what that tells me and most people is that your gameplay is Wyatt, not in a presentable
0: state. CGI we, we know we were an engine. We know it was an engine. So uh, Ryan, Ryan,
4: good. Ryan, respectfully. But they make good <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> they make good games, Ryan. <laughs>
0: oh you man. you have
4: you have shown us you have proven with your previous games you've proven with hellblade one that you can do some really cool story stuff characters they, it was really well done we get that you showed us one trailer where it showed us some more of that cool we need gameplay it has been three years we've had three separate showcases for this and not a <laughs> single time does set pull out a sword and hit people with it <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's I mean, just it,
1: that simple. It is. Why? It is. Can't do it. Secret insane. ruins the game. I mean,
0: I, I, I don't. What's going I on.
4: don't understand.
0: <laughs> I'm so curious about what's happening. So I do want to bring up. Let's just go through quickly the backlog of Ninja Theory, Heavenly Sword, Enslaved, and DMC Devil May Cry. And the actionest action games ever. I mean, <laughs> Slaved is maybe a little bit less action-y and a little bit more adventure-y, but it's still got action, and it's still very fun. In uh, Heavenly Sword, straight up is just a janky 360-era action game that doesn't hold up great, but was pretty fun at the time. And DMC is a terrible Devil May Cry game, but a great action game. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really hopeful that they've managed to hit some middle ground here and don't just fully go... Because the problem is Wyatt, I think you're gonna agree with me on this. If they go for the root of The Last of Us, that could work for Hellblade. I don't think Ninja Theory is gonna do it as well as Naughty Dog is.
4: Well, mm. I mean, that's the, can anyone do it as well? As exactly. Naughty Dog well, right that's the now? reason that they so <laughs> few of
0: them. Like, I don't know. I'm like, more of a fan of gameplay.
4: Not to shut out other developers, it's just that's what they do so so well. well.
3: (laughs) It's like complaining
0: about like it's like saying I don't know if some random developer went and made a grand strategy game and was like oh this is worse than Paradox Games. I'm like, well yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) that's the thing they do really well. (laughs) But at the same time, there's like a reason that no one else is trying to make Crusader Kings because Crusader Kings is is the version of Crusader Kings that needs to exist. And if someone else tried to make it, it would probably just be worse. And then I would just continue to play Crusader Kings. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's just a weird scenario here where there's some disconnect between Ninja Theory and people that actually want to play these games. And I don't get it.
4: I, I don't know what the intention is behind their their marketing for this. I just... Like I, I, and again, I think we can all agree. If you spend this long showing off your game without showing actual, like your your actual gameplay loop, that just screams that it's not ready. After yeah, it's worrying. It's very worrying that you don't even have a like a vertical slice
0: to show off. You don't have anything.
3: But maybe they
0: do. That's the weird thing is maybe they have this somewhere. They're just not showing it. Good games. (laughs) Ninja Theory makes good games. God. I can tell you right now this section's getting clipped out and <laughs> <to laughs> <all separate things>. put <laughs> yeah. some of the most unhinged. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh yeah, so that was Hellblade 2. I think we have to move on at this point. <laughs> Please. I think we're going to continue to spiral if we keep talking about it. Uh, all right. So, Ryuga right. Gotoku showed up, and like a Dragon Infinite Wealth happened, and it was a great trailer that showed a lot of Ichiban's butt. And I think that's really what people wanted from this. Hell yeah. Uh, plus, on, some, plus some, some very
2: some
0: plus fantastic very, uh, framing. Uh, I was about to say, anyway.
4: some. Some very Austin Powers esque framing, which is always a which is always a funny yeah. gag to me. Yeah, super it will never fun, Especially
0: when someone like reaches to take a drink out of the s- screen, blocking <laughs> yeah. his junk, and then underneath it is this sunscreen bottle. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, super funny trailer. I think there was a lot of confusion, rightfully so, at the end of this trailer because there's no eight on screen. The reason is the eight is the like infinite sign that's what the 8 was. It was just super unclear uh, that this is actually the next mainline game and not a spinoff. But yeah, it's the next mainline game. Uh, We've heard a decent amount about this. It's still going to be a JRPG-style game, uh, turn-based, like the uh, seventh Yakuza Like a Dragon game. And then, yeah, it's going to be maybe set in Honolulu, which is bizarre. So, (laughs) move on. Fallout 76 got a big thing. Move on. See yep. On. <laughs> uh, Capcom came out swinging again, uh, and we're not going to talk about it at the Capcom showcase because we're really not going to talk about much about the Capcom showcase. Uh, Capcom yeah. premiered Kanu Path of the Goddess, which I don't know what this is. Looks great. Oh, Some bizarre. This looks sick.
2: Oh yeah, the the sort of like Warframe esque looking movement. To yeah, that, but it's like the, the camera, psychedelic it sub- environment. Looks like
0: a camera angle, and it looks like it's almost top down at an angle, and yeah. you're like collecting allies. So. I don't know. I'm getting vibes that this is going to be a thing that we're not super familiar with in terms of what it's going to play like. Uh, there was an old game called, I, I want to say, Otori on the PS2 that was a game about like cleansing demons oh, out of Japan. Uh, you can go look up visuals of this. O-T-O-R-I, I believe is how it was spelled. Sounds right, I think. Uh, I'm surprised
4: yeah. Brett doesn't know what
0: you're talking about.
1: Well, because I, I was thinking of Onimusha because it has like a like a top. Onimusha was angle. definitely
0: a thing that, uh, or Otogi, I believe it was. Um, Otogi. Yeah, Otogi myth of demons. That's what it is. Which is not
1: Onimusha and not
0: Okami. Not Onimusha, which are both oh, that's <laughs> Huh. Yeah, it's it's an early so that
4: you're not confused <laughs> Xbox yes.
0: era game uh, about fighting demons, <laughs> and this is reminding me of that in terms of like the oh, this has visuals and stuff, super cool visuals. Uh, you're Kunitsugami, going after some big boys. Kunitsugami looks incredible. Like I, I just love the way this game looks. It's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me a lot of like Ghostwire Tokyo's interpretation of mm-hmm. Japanese mythology, uh, and that's just very weird and lots of shifting limbs and whatnot. It looks yeah super interested in seeing more of this uh hoped we would see more at the capcom showcase they just showed the same trailer again Uh, yeah (laughs) really bizarre after that we saw forza showing cars off if you're not picking
4: up what we're saying the capcom show was almost completely pointless and there's no point in watching it just don't
0: yeah Yeah, we'll we'll throw throw in one more sentence about about it at the the end uh (laughs) forza showed off forza cars cool uh elder scrolls online showed its update yeah uh there is some Atlas stuff coming, which is Persona Five Tactica, which is the other leaked Atlas game. We At again the poor man with the Instagram <laughs> leaked uh, this this. Yes. Oh boy. Yes. Uh, it showed the Persona Five Tactics game. Chibi graphics doogie. aren't really doing it for me for Persona. I No. I I like the way that they look
1: in uh, the Persona Q games. It's yeah. a slightly different style, but they almost look like,
0: uh, like Panty and Stocking. Because well, I've played both Ghibi. Persona Q games. This one, something didn't land as well. Even it's, though I, I had yeah. to expect this game is going to be, I would guess, good. It's a Persona 5 Tactics game that's hard to mess yeah. up. So, yeah, it's probably going to be good. Uh, I think the art style here was just maybe not everyone's cup of tea. And I expect mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty universally true. Um, Starfield, they showed a Starfield thing. We'll talk about Starfield more in a minute. Yeah, I will say the one, the one yeah.
1: millisecond thing that I had that is a complaint. This was longer than the thirty seconds necessary,
0: uh, so I was very bored.
1: I was waiting for it to be over because we have a whole yeah. like fifty minutes
0: of pure Starfield. Well, yeah, well, you can go. Wyatt and I did reactions to this, and you can watch. What we oh, did at the time, which was just like confusion. We were just like, what's going on? Why? You... Yeah,
1: it was
2: very weird. Why are you showing this off when it's just going to be so soon after the.
0: Yeah, like we're going to talk about yeah. this in like half an hour. We <laughs> don't need mm-hmm. to see this right now. Maybe show like, hey, Starfield Direct coming afterwards. You show a little clip like that, but then this was actually kind of a trailer, we, which is weird. We will
2: have plenty of time with the HMS Platypus later.
0: Yes. Yep. <laughs> All right, Juissant.
2: Oh, so pretty! Like, I love the art style. Game. As I, I forget which one of you said it, but it, it looks like sable but vertical.
1: And it's sable but it's rotated so ninety degrees. Is yeah. the comparison the, um, that I made?
2: The as far as the art style, I definitely agree with that. As far as the like, at least as far as the demo, the demo seemed pretty linear. Um, yeah. which but I'm so, fine with. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, there's a much demo? more like yes, I, I'm going to be replaying the demo because it's like yeah, be the dumb, nature yeah, of having rock and climbing walls is that they're very you know replayable friendly because there's always a different way to go up the same type of mm-hmm. wall, especially mm-hmm. how these are designed and with how interactive the climbing is as opposed to like most other games you see like with climbing like you know Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted. Yeah. You control your hands separately.
1: Yeah, so you control Super them cool. uh, gang beast style. Yeah. Or like Grow Home, the, the Ubisoft game. Uh, it's very satisfying. There's no, like, to show the player that we can let you climb on this completely natural place. We're going to paint it yellow to make sure you get can... there's none of that. It just it looks like a thing sticking out of a wall and you need to try to grab onto it. And if you can't, then try a different direction. There's cool, also, like, like uh, rope management mechanics yes, you yeah. got to like place little things in the wall to like sometimes you have to swing from a different pivot point uh it's all very like player uh agency and a climbing game which is interesting but it was very chill i love this new like kind of like uh there's um there's a french comic artist who sable's art style was very much based off of uh mobius uh, was the name oh. that And this game also feels very, very, very Mobius-esque. Uh, I just I love that art style. I'm so glad that Actually, we're
2: these games. especially yeah. in the intro cinematic you got there with yes. the... Oh, so pretty.
4: I would yeah. also like to thank whatever developer came up with the idea of your small animal buddy basically being yeah. morph from Treasure Planet. Oh uh, my God. Thank you.: Thank, thank you.: Looks when, thank you. When, they,
2: when they first show up in the demo and they sort of slough out of your little bag on your back,
3: and they yeah. go butt first into your
0: hand! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh, very good. Very cute. So Play so the demo. Alright. Gonna keep this moving, because there's a lot of stuff to hit on, uh, and we, we still need to do the tier list at the end. We're gonna do oh, god! Tier list. So, we're gonna go relatively quick through the rest of this. Uh, Chinese Room should still wakes in the deep. Horror game by some experienced horror devs. Looks very good. Dungeons of Hinterberg. This was another standout. For sure. Uh this was probably my
4: like my game of show, probably. <laughs>
0: this looks super, super cool. Yeah, looked really fun. Uh indie ish take on like a, a dungeon crawler, but you can like skate on your sword and some other really cool stuff yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. Absolutely cool uh, very eye catching coming out twenty twenty four. Uh we saw Phantom Liberty. This trailer showed a ton of stuff, and we've heard a bunch of previews saying that this is reworking almost every major system of Cyberpunk to Again. Yeah, really, for just the shift core the game for out. the base
4: game as well, not yeah.
0: just the DLC. Uh, we know this DLC adds a new ending to the main game and a bunch of other stuff inside the Pacifica region of uh, the main game. So hopefully, this will be fitting for a new playthrough and give you something also cool a new, and region, new to do. right? Yeah, in Pacifica. So it's like a Dogtown's oh, like a, Pacifica, a different region that you access. Book. I mean, we don't know exactly, but you access it through Pacifica is how we know about that. Um, I
4: do think. I, I think based on the release of this DLC. I think this is going to show whether CDPR has really learned from um, what mm. happened with cyberpunk. God, if I this comes so. out another buggy mess, I, listen, I'm going to be real disappointed. You imagine? That would
2: be, <laughs> Oh my God.
4: Cause right. I feel like they've, they've started to get some of that goodwill back a little bit. And this yeah. would just completely derail any kind of progress they've made since then.
0: Yeah. Hopefully this will arrives well. It comes out in September, Not super far after Starfield, which is going to be a tight decision to make.
4: If we start getting more and more delays at the end of the game's Mm. life cycle, uh, uh, dev dev cycle i'm gonna get worried
0: <laughs> i'm gonna get unless worried. they literally release a statement that is hey starfield's coming out we want to give you time to play starfield we'll release in a week
4: like, it any game any time. game coming out this year is gonna have that problem it's like you got to release your game there, at some there point
0: is no longer a point during this year until like maybe december where you can release and not be in the middle of something else coming out yeah so yeah, yeah it's crazy uh yeah, Phantom Liberty looks good. Moving on. City Skylines 2 had a weird trailer, very focused on the word you. <laughs> oh Yeah, yeah, it was oddly motivational
1: for something I did not care about at <laughs> all. Oddly motivational oh. and
0: odd because it's like a city builder and it was yeah, super strange. Uh, this game I'm sure is going to be great. City Skyline is a phenomenal city builder. Um, yeah. I'm sure Skylines 2 is going to be good. I'm really curious to see how the console ports do because that's historically been mm. the hang up for city builders. Moving on atlas coming back swinging with a thing that did not leak which is metaphor re also known as re-fantasy from the olden days yes and brett this was my game of show this was my thing that really (laughs) me too came out swinging because i i knew the first two atlas things were coming and then the atlas logo popped on screen again and i was like so
1: i during this part because this was right after (laughs) city skylines i was like all right i'm gonna go take a shit i'm full, I'm, I'm bored so I, I was i was with i was all, all the I, I was visiting friends we were all sitting in the living room i was like all right whatever see i'm gonna go I, I came back and they were like brett you left at literally the worst time atlas just showed off a different game and it looks incredible and i was like yeah the great bait guys It'd be, oh my you know, god stupid. you're taking yes. for some kind of fool and they they rewound it and showed it to me and i was like
0: i was the, oh. the happiest I've I've ever been it's really different looking from a lot of Persona yes. games the UI is an entirely new style uh, so it is great. not related to Shin Megami Tensei or Persona and tied down to them so I'm really really excited to see what Metaphor has in store for us uh, yeah I'm just super excited for this there's lots of bits of like running around on a moving boat thing that yes. maybe had legs uh <laughs> So I'm super you can skateboard in this one, about. too. Oh, yeah. yeah, looked great. Uh, Towerborn showed up, which is a game about defending from monsters, I guess. Oh, yeah. But there's not a ton more detail on this. Uh, the art style looks good. I think this looks really interesting in terms of how this plays. But I'm curious how it's going to feel. Just because you know, it looks have... almost like a beat-em-up-y thing. So.
4: I have questions about structure. As well, yeah. How how everything's mm-hmm. going to be structured? Because it kind of looks like it's it's like a like you know left to right scrolling, but then there's moments where you walk down. So is it? There's like, also bits where it like and zooms you, out and there's
0: a bunch of hexagons. So maybe you're like picking so, a hex so, to go attack or something.
4: Yeah, it's like do you move in in like four directions or eight directions, or is it is it just like left? Well, there's definitely like, bits where they yeah. move up
0: and down. So we I think we know they they you move in different directions, but the levels look to be like side scrolling. Uh, it's from the Banner Saga devs, so. I'm betting this game is going to be good behind Stoic. Yeah, or from they Stoic. have a pretty good track record. They've got a good track they, record. They I they think just, this is like a hard game to show off. Yeah. All right. Moving on to In Exile, coming out swinging with uh, it looks mm-hmm. almost like a sequel to Bioshock Infinite. I mean,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, the okay. very the the, the ver- oh god, what's the name of the, the Clockwork Town?
0: Revolution? I was I was doing a bit for Wyatt there. Say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep, uh, we could not stop thinking 10. about how it looks like Bioshock Infinite. Uh, and there Excel's are so many parallels. You, you,
2: you have the giant bird person re, re, uh, replaced by the giant robotic gentleman flying
0: at you. Um, I mean, there's a lot of parallels. The, like the whole it's, two dimension thing going on. Like just looking really. Lots fun. of stuff that looked very, very uh, Bioshock Infinity. However, however, Inexile is an RPG development company, all right? They made Wasteland 3 most recently, an extremely well-received game, and Brian Fargo, saving the day on Twitter, revealing that Clockwork Revolution is not just a first-person shooter, it also has all the RPG trappings of every other Inexile game, from what he said. So this Good. is a Clockwork huh. Revolution setting first-person RPG.
4: Uh, sold. <laughs> like, that sounds awesome. That so sounds fucking interested awesome. now.
0: Like, <laughs> I think that that's incredibly cool. A lot of this trailer focused on, like, the shooting and the gameplay, which looked fine, but it's like, okay, well, I've played Bioshock Infinite. I don't necessarily need to. And then you hit me with, oh, it's also an RPG, and you make all these decisions and stuff. And I go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah I'll play that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm very ready to play this. Uh, and I love that the launch window thing said coming in due time as a thing yeah. to the thing as a, a cheeky little way to be like, Hey, we'll tell you the date when we're ready. And I think that's a great way to reveal it and be like set expectations that Hey, the trailer looked really good. It's still probably a ways off. Yeah. Now it makes, which sense, is
4: something yeah. when we, when we get to the end of this show, that's something I kind of want to touch on a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but we'll keep moving All right. for now.
0: So we got a Xbox series x a- s with a terabyte ssd that's 350 that was the big reveal looks fine uh then we kick into starfield all right this is a starfield direct showed off a lot of stuff that i think is hitting a lot of people's things uh they showed more of character creation and traits and how effective they are and we got the greatest moment of any game showcase ever which is the adoring fan returning
4: he's back (laughs)
0: Look, I went afterwards and watched other people's reactions to this thing just to see what they thought when the adoring fan happened, and nothing can state my disappointment more than when, like, the few people who didn't know what it was just didn't react to it, and I was just like, oh. Oh, (laughs) fan. And then seeing the people that, that of course, knew what it was and were, like, losing their minds, it's super funny. Love that. Uh, Love the cheekiness about kicking him off a mountain, except with a shotgun (laughs) this time.
2: She was like, let's go on our next adventure.
0: Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. I just, I love the idea of traits to be, like, a thing to mix up how your character is playing a little bit. Of, like, hey, maybe you'll get occasionally attacked during another mission. Maybe you'll have an adoring fan running around. And and we saw,
2: like, there's another, there's going to be so many Oblivion references. In one of the first reveals that we saw of Starfield, in the menu, someone, like, really dissected a single screenshot. To the point where there is a perk, um, to where... Like, your, your jump height and speed is increased dramatically, uh, but it is like your walk speed is decreased a little bit after you stop doing that. <laughs> so is there bunny from, hopping like, the whole way? Yeah, this is from the, the bunny hopping diagonally strat in, in uh, Oblivion. That's, oh, that's yeah, so funny. cute.
4: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, I, and, I and just
0: it, love how that was done.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, one thing that I said, I think, several times during this entire presentation was, Todd, you're saying all the right things. And weirdly enough that makes me kinda nervous. <laughs> it makes me yeah.
0: nervous, but the thing is here they were showing the right things too, which is typically what yeah. Bethesda doesn't do. Um <laughs> so yeah, I like I'm temper expectations, there's gonna be a lot of bugs. It's a Bethesda game. I think what they're aiming for here is not that there won't be bugs, but more that the foundation they're setting seems to be capable of doing a lot more than in the past, uh, which is really exciting. New Atlantis looks big, and apparently, the New Atlantis has a subway system, <laughs> which is great to hear. That's cool. I think.
2: I think mm. one thing I did get from New Atlantis and a lot of the cities is outside the immediate hub. I, I think it's going to be a little empty feeling.
0: Yeah, I think that's um, probably like there's never going to be the thing.
2: There's never going to be the feeling, in, I, I don't think for a very long time there's going to be. A good feeling game where it's like oh you go into the city and there's just like you can enter every building and explore it fully that's that's not going to happen yeah with there this and that that's fine that's fine i just don't want a city to feel you know like like oh it's so like cool and futuristic and then outside the yep. the shop and vendor area it just feels at lifeless. some
0: point scale requires sacrifice and yeah. yeah that i think is what happened here they talked a lot about how the tech behind this is very inspired by daggerfall and how Daggerfall did world building, which is super oh. cool. I and mean, Daggerfall has a lot of really cool systems behind it. Hopefully, mixing that with more hand done stuff, which sounds like exactly what they've done, is going to lead to a better um, foundation here for things I'm, to build off of.
2: I'm so happy they seem to be going away from the oversimplification.
0: Yeah, of, and I like that they confirmed uh, exploration is different. They, Todd flat out was like, yeah, you're going to explore differently in this game because you're exploring at a scale that we've never done before. And there are planets that are not going to be filled with things all the everywhere. You're going to land at a place and that place will have a few things to do nearby and you can go take off and land somewhere else and see other stuff to do. And you can scan planets beforehand too. Like you can see
2: what type of resources there are, if it even is hospitable to life, things like that.
0: And it confirmed a lot of stuff's barren. Like I, I think that's, this, this is the weird thing, because they keep throwing out a thousand planets as a number. And that makes me so nervous, because I'm like, I don't want a thousand planets, I want ten that are good. And yeah. I think what he's trying to do by talking about how many barren planets are and stuff is to say, like, these are areas to explore if you want to. They're not where you're going to spend most of your time. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and, expect that and they're like, here to establish scale and not be yeah. primary things to do.
4: And like Ryan and I have said before, having a bunch of barren planets is actually... I, I don't see that as a negative at all because I as think long as we know
0: there's... that they're barren from the start yeah. <laughs> and the
4: thing is is that they're being very clear about that which is good yeah. they're not saying that every single planet's going to be filled with like a main quest and tons of things yeah. to do they're, they're being very upfront about that which I think what that tells me and I don't know if, if you guys agree but what that tells me is that they're like yeah these planets are here they have some resources if you want to these can be used for mods people want to do their own quest lines and stuff on one whichever like barren planet go for it like that's really exciting
0: some ancient ruins and a barren planet and that's where the mods go (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i i Uh, hope
1: like they at least like if you have to land on some for like fuel or something like i hope they are at least like very visually pleasing because yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're like to a degree randomly generated but i'm sure like some human being has looked over them to make sure that they look not brown mm-hmm. uh, visually
2: pleasing or also like visually you know intimidating to just, like oh i really don't want to be stopping on this yeah, planet, but i like have that. to because my yeah. like sure, i gotta like... get out of here fast
4: and it's not like you know it's not like we don't have a space game that can have hundreds of millions and millions of planets and not make them look interesting I mean No Man's Sky for example that is literally an entire procedurally generated galaxy and yes there are tons and tons of planets that kind of mostly have all the same resources but they can still look really really cool
0: yeah like there can still be there's still a moment of joy in No Man's Sky whenever you found like oh this planet looks awesome I'm gonna stick a base here and I think Starfield's going for that same thing of like if you find a cool looking planet that doesn't have anything on it build a base you know That's it, it, your moment to establish an outpost and i mean like, i like how this looks
4: i mean especially if if but you know with with all of their open world rpgs they've been really leaning into the like crafting building settlement stuff i mean having yeah. tons of planets where you can do whatever the heck you want with you know, 200 different settlements, I think is going to be really appealing for a lot of people. And Mm. it's a way for them to have a lot of that settlement building stuff without it getting in the way of the main story like it did with Fallout 4, for example.
0: Yeah, like not having the constantly settlements needing defense and whatnot. Just make them a little bit more tertiary so they're optional and you know, I can engage with them as much as I want to, and that feels like a really good thing to do. Uh, I They confirmed, hey, if you don't want to build a ship, you can just steal or, like, kill a pirate ship and then board it and then take their ship over. cool. Like, you can upgrade stuff yeah. by doing that instead of building your own, which is great why, for players that don't like that.
2: Why would you... Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about the ship combat type stuff.
0: Yeah, we can talk about the ship combat. Well,
2: uh, I just, well the first thing is, like, you can turn every ship into scrap. And I'm just like... You could do that, or you can board them and take it over from the inside, because I'm sure they sell for more than they come back Alex, you know what this is cemented?
0: Whole. I think this might be the first game where I actually do like a quote-unquote evil playthrough from the start. I'm going oh, Piracy yeah. the whole time. Like, I want to be able like to fun. board a ship and intimidate <laughs> someone. I, like, a, I, I think
2: Piracy is going to be my second playthrough. First playthrough, 100% Space Monk. Oh, yeah.
3: See, space they, to they sold to me, in,
2: space magic.
4: In, in this presentation, they sold to me the concept of a space cowboy, which means I'm not going to be doing anything else other than being a cool space cowboy. Like, they <laughs>
0: sold Joe <laughs> in this trailer, like, this is really the thing about why this Starfield Direct is getting so talked about. They confirmed so many cool things. We, we got a lot of info about, like, the different cities. We got info about Neon, which is like, the cool uh cyberpunky city setting that apparently was oh, like yeah. a fishing colony. Super cool. Um, we got info about companions, and there's a bunch of them, and you can romance them, and like, all the stuff that people wanted is there. Uh, it looks like it's taking a very Fallout approach to companions, which is actually, I think, a good thing, because yeah. Elder Scrolls companions are typically not as fleshed out uh, as it looks like these characters are. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm super excited for modding potential, because I think the audience for space games... Tend to be people that are pretty into technical stuff, and are capable it's modders. Clear, of yeah. like, you can play X Four has an entire mod that just replaces the the galaxy with a Star Wars conversion. Because you know, <laughs> oh my god, they did that. So I'm excited to see people attempt things of that scale. Uh, it just wacky stuff happening. I'm sure it's going to be super fun to to play. And uh, also.
4: I'm also liking the the look of combat. Not that it's going to be, like, the greatest combat system that we get this year, but you know what? I think it's going to be perfectly good enough for what this game is, and that's all it needs to be.
1: Yeah, it looks yeah. like, like, actually, I think a lot of, of fun. Genuinely, like, yeah, flying around a jetpack and either first or third person both looking, like, equally mm-hmm. good yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, like, stable. I, I like the, the biggest thing for, for me is that I was I, I I I love him, but I was sitting next to a, to a big old grumpy pants that when he when he doesn't like something, you will you will know it because he'll just be making fun of it the whole entire time. And it's 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 funny, but like it, it was like the fact the, it it was amazing to see the the real time gradient during the the Starfield thing of uh, we'll, we'll probably stop watching this after like 10 minutes to having watched the whole thing and being like, Okay, I'm going to consider buying that game. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it, I I was on the fence too, and now I'm like fully fully sold. Like you have, they didn't say you could do this, but they listed pretty much all the individual steps of taming and becoming friends with a space dinosaur, putting it into a box, and throwing <laughs> it into the sun. And I want to do that. I don't yeah. care if it takes me sixty hours to do that. I want to know that that can be done. I want to make a, a a big ship in the shape of whatever Voltron monstrosity that one guy made, where it just, just right. went up and forward without moving anything. Oh, and yo. I want to throw a dinosaur into the sun.
4: <laughs> that was another. That was another thing. Was that they 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 were talking in the last presentation? They were talking about ship customization, and I think it went way further than any of us were expecting. Yeah, um, this seriously. takes it. Uh, even further than yeah. <laughs> either of us that you were. can
0: upgrade if you don't want to engage too much with it you can just upgrade your parts in place and not replace the look of your ship so you can like if you don't want to build a new ship but you want new guns you can replace just the guns and they'll stay where they are and you can just upgrade them you can upgrade your hulls and stuff and that way you're not having to redo your ship design or mm-hmm. you can say screw it and redo everything whenever you want which is great and you can store more than one ship which is excellent
2: I, I do hope we get the ability to name. Uh, oh, the absolutely! Ship, though, yeah, they,
0: you can see names in the center of the screen. Okay. They I thought it, they were like the
2: pre-generated top. or stuff that that you would have. You've like, got to be first. able to
0: edit those for sure. Um, I yeah, I'm imagining Cause, some insane stuff.
2: Because I know, in in homage of like Elder Scrolls stuff, I'm gonna be naming my first one the Balmora.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, tons of fun stuff here. Uh, and then making it shaped
2: like a brick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think Starfield is, is shaping up to be hopefully a st- stable enough launch, which I think is really all we can hope for, um, yeah. and maybe a game of the year contender. Like I think that's the upper scale. Is I'm, I've stopped worrying that it's going to be really bad, and I've started worrying that it's not going to function, <laughs> or that it's going to be game of the year, and I think that's a good spot to be in. Uh, they showed some cool peripherals and a cool collector's edition that comes with a smartwatch. Not for me, but I'm sure many people will enjoy the smartwatch. Uh, but what was for As me the is the who Starfield controller, which looks really good. <laughs> ah, My it is. God, he has it, it already! It, course listen, course listen. So, I'll prob- probably. And then the back listen. is so pretty. Listen,
4: oh. I probably won't get it, but that is really cool. That looks. And
0: welcome super to Constellation gorgeous, <gasps> Triggers. They kept
4: oh, going. that's so cool! It's neat.
0: Yeah, super good controller. Love the aesthetic of this. Uh, love that. It's also one of the only games on Game Pass that I'm actively considering just buying a copy of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, which is bizarre, but, you know, I kind of want a Steam copy of this game. So, yeah, I think Starfield's chipping up well. Let's Plus. move on. Agreed.
4: Plus, hey, we're getting we're getting a Bethesda game where their character models don't look like weird gremlins. So
0: that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. Aside oh. from the adoring fan who I'm sure was meant to look like that. Oh, oh I'm yeah, sure, sure so. I'm otherwise you sure wouldn't can... recognize him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I am
2: I am positive that the <laughs> monster factory people will have a field day
0: with this.
4: Now I do I do know that we have a lot of other things to get to, but I wanna I wanna say this real quick. Yeah, if we it. if we look at the list of games that this presentation has right i think almost everything on here looks great and i think overall this was probably one of the strongest uh presentations that we've gotten i think it was really well done yeah here's the thing though i'm looking at a list here um fable no release date yet S- uh, south of midnight no release date star wars outlaws 2024 30 uh 33 immortals 2024 all of the major things that they're showing off here don't even come out this year except for Starfield. And <laughs> to it's, be
0: fair, if anything else were to come out this year, it might get slaughtered just because of how many other games there are. I understand,
4: like, but it's not a great, especially with the situation that Microsoft is in at the moment. Yeah. It's not a sure. great look to have a presentation with admittedly, admittedly, really good looking <clears throat> projects that. You know, a good 70, 80% of them aren't even coming out this year. And yeah. it's not, it's, and that's it's not mentioning the games that weren't
0: here. Uh, cause, yeah, I, Wyatt, I'm gonna add a name to this list of games that didn't show up. So a year ago, Xbox did oh, a no. show saying that everything shown here is gonna be available within a year. Where oh, no. is <laughs> Hollow Knight <laughs> Silks? <laughs> oh.
4: I still, I still have that game on my <laughs> fantasy critic in my lineup. I haven't heard. I'm getting real worried. Last I'm year was shown at the antsy. Xbox show.
0: I feel like if you we were going to show it off again, this was the place. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's a yep. subtle delay into 2024 for Hollow Knight Sil- Silk Song. Yep. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but man, it, we, that we, is hey. We still have another six so. months. We still have another six months. That's, we have a so. lot of time. This would have been the time to announce a release date, <laughs> but yep. we haven't gotten it yet. So yep. That to me says they're probably unsure if it's going to land in this year, so maybe December or November it could happen. But I'm expecting next year. Uh, yeah. All right, let's move on to the Ubisoft showcase because we have a lot to talk about um, at Ubisoft. We're going to save the summer game, the uh, future game show, and the PC gaming show, and a few other, the wholesome direct, and a few other things like that. I want to shout them out because they were all actually very good this year. I think yeah. for the most part they were extremely good. Especially the future game show was way above the what PC I expected it to be amazing. Um, I don't think we can talk about the future game show in the time that we have left, so we're going to cut Probably. that to next time and try to fit it in at some point because there was some really cool stuff shown there uh, that we absolutely should talk about, but we just don't have time. Uh, and I think, Alex and Wyatt, you guys may not have been tuned into future game Show. Hey, I did not meaning bad, to see so. it. Yeah. I've been really busy, but I have Well, because last watch. year it wasn't great. So- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> was yeah. going on, And this year it, was, it came out swinging so hard. Uh, in the Devolver Direct, again, we kind of glazed over that just because none of us have really sat down and watched the whole thing rather than just the games that are coming out of it. Um, yeah, so we're going to move on to the Ubisoft Forward and then get to our final thoughts about stuff. Uh, the Ubisoft Forward was interesting because the day before the Ubisoft Forward we got the Star Wars Outlaw reveal... And they were like, hey, we're going to talk about this tomorrow, which I think was a really good way to do a CGI reveal for a game. Because then it doesn't sting that there's no gameplay because they're like, hey, we're going to do it at the show tomorrow. And it's a good way to give viewership to your show.
4: Yeah, like I said, or like I was about to say, it drums up a lot of hype for your own Mm -hmm. show. Hey, Capcom. Capcom, hi.
0: You taking notes? (laughs) You have a CG trailer in another
4: show. And you know what? We'll see. This
0: is why we're not going to talk about the Capcom show. Because the Capcom show was nothing. They showed nothing. Uh, We got some (laughs) exoprimal stuff. Yeah, (laughs) I I was watching, when I watched it back,
1: I was watching Young Ye's uh, commentary over it. And he said it perfectly that uh, this showcase could have been an email. It was a meeting. (laughs) Uh, And I agree, because they showed almost nothing new. At all,
0: <laughs> and it was a lot worthless. of updates don't, don't about stuff, but almost none of them had new footage. Like we got a Dragon's Dogma update, but a lot of it was just like going through stuff that already we already knew. Yeah, and, and it's, so it's interesting, it's weird, because that's what Ubisoft was
1: 365 days ago. Yep, but they they just they learned how to do that, like because they we had that uh, those complaints with uh, when. It might have been longer, like when like the the newer five Far Cry game was coming out, and they showed like so much stuff at like the Summer Games Show or the E three whatever was happening, and then the next day they just showed like the same and more as too much, uh, like nobody cared yeah. anymore. It was it was boring at that point. But now they they didn't do that. They learned an actual good uh like way to do the CGI
0: trailer and gameplay separation. And that's what you can, that's you what the show really says to me is Ubisoft yeah. has kind of learned their lesson from last yeah. year, which is really good.
4: Mm -hmm. you can show off too much of a game before release that is that is possible it's a fine line to walk
0: the reason starfield got away with it is starfield's complicated right yes
4: there's a lot to talk about there and and i think more often than not it's it's on the other end of the spectrum where we don't get enough information before a game comes out because you know for for whatever reason but it does happen from time to time where you get too much of something and you're like okay i'm done I remember uh we were saying similar things about uh Deathloop where it's like, okay, we've seen this a lot. Yes. We got it. Move on.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. Let's move on to our actual stuff here. So Avatar Frontiers of Pandora got a big showcase. Uh it is a Avatar Far Cry game. That's hundred percent what this game is. With that You're- I,
4: you know what? I'm fine with that. I think it's
0: fine. Yeah, I'm kind of with you at this point because there was yeah. a bit where someone loaded up an explosive bow and then shot a thing out of the sky, and I was like, all right, that was pretty cool. Uh, okay. I don't think this is going to convince me to buy this game at launch or anytime near launch, but I probably will play it at some point. Like, this is coming on December 7th, so it is this year, just barely. It looked good. Like, nothing here is, like, raising red alarms to me. A lot of it is just. I don't know, first person for an Avatar game is weird to me because this is a, a setting yeah. that really Don't you want to fit. see the blue people? <laughs> I would love to see the acrobatics that my character's doing. It does look like when oh, yeah. you're on a creature, it is in third person, so yeah. it does look like it zooms out. And There's I am that. I am more a fan of first person gunplay, so I'm not... It, it's a hard thing to describe because I don't actually think from a gameplay side it's a bad thing. I think just perception-wise, most yeah. people would think of a third person game when they think Avatar uh yeah it looks fun i am not incredibly sold on this because i i don't think the story is going to be anything too interesting and there's a lot of question marks about like what that's going to be if it's really just kind of far cry maybe that'll be fine maybe that's enough but yeah it's it's it is
4: exactly what you would expect from an ubisoft avatar game like, they, they really did not pull out any surprises <laughs> at all. The
0: only thing that worried me about this trailer is they kept showing the same shot, wide. I'm curious if you noticed this, too, mm. of, like, the orange plants popping back into their stalks. But they kept showing it, like, repeatedly yes. after each other's, like, the impressive environment thing. And I'm like, that can't be the only impressive environment thing you
4: have. <laughs> I my I hope... That that is not all that they have, and that they're showing that because it's what people recognize. Because there's that scene from the first movie where—that's my hope too. Whatever his name is, is like touching all of the the plants, so it's something that we recognize. I hope there's more to it than that, because Pandora's as a planet was very much based off of what James Cameron saw when he was deep sea diving, and there's a lot of cool stuff that you could do with that. So my hope is that there's more, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yep. All right. Moving on to Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown. We alluded to this earlier as being impressive to us. This is a 2D Metroidvania Prince of Persia game, completely unrelated to the current remake going on of uh, Sands of Time. This is its oh. own thing. Uh, you're playing like a King's Guard, basically, that is trying to rescue the prince. Uh, and yeah, this looks incredible. I was super happy with everything they showed for this. It looks like a really competent Metroidvania Um, Prince of Persia is a good setting to do a Metroidvania with because the old games were 2D so it makes sense That's, that's the funny thing is that uh, a lot of people outing themselves
1: as uh, fake fans for saying that I can't believe they turned Prince of Persia into a 2D game. This sucks. Yeah, this is not a three D a... action Oops. series I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy, you're stupid and wrong. Like <laughs> And come now on, you're man. making
4: it and now you're making it
2: it's, clear it, to the entire it's, world. It's, it's that live action cat in the hat meme. <laughs> mm, yep. That'd be like uh, if they did an
4: isometric That'd be like <laughs> if they did an <laughs> isometric Fallout game and they're like, Oh, I can't believe they turned Fallout yeah. into an isometric RPG. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah.
0: I mean, I love the the music for this was really good too. Uh, They showed a lot of fast paced, like sword play, which was crazy to see for a Metroidvania. Usually Metroidvanias have really simplistic combat. So if they're mm-hmm. mixing in like the 3d era of Prince of Persia combat into this, I'm um, totally down for a more advanced 2d combat and, system.
4: And I don't know if you guys agree with me, but every time I feel like Ubisoft does a project where they really rein in their scope, it actually shows how talented their developers yeah. actually yeah. are
1: like they grow home
4: grow home or even their open world games like uh, uh Immortals Phoenix Rising even that that being an open world game it's very restrained compared to other Ubisoft games and it was so much better designed as a result of that it's just they got to yeah whenever they rein in their their scope i think their projects turn out so much better
0: yep this is coming out in January, on January 18th, and yeah, I this was super convincing for me. A great way to reveal this game and be like, hey, it's coming in six months, you can play it then. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun. I'm excited. Uh, Alright, moving on to Assassin's Creed Mirage. We got actual gameplay, we got an extended showcase for this. Um, looks fun. Looks like it's going back to the original Assassin's Creed type stuff. Yeah, it looks Assassin's Creedy. Uh, we, we've since had it confirmed the world size for this. They've, they're comparing it instead of to Valhalla and Odyssey to AC Unity. They're aiming for the size of like the Paris Mm -hmm. and AC Unity, which makes sense to me. That's so much more encouraging than whatever they've been doing for the past while. That's about Um, as
4: big as you can get for like an urban setting. Yes. I
0: would say, uh, so yeah, I think this is really exciting to see a return to form. I think the gameplay here looked like classic Assassin's Creed, which is really what I want from it. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of tool stuff. There was some assassination contracts you could do as like, like random missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color palette here was really phenomenal. Like They chose an era that they can do the classic Assassin's Creed colors, but they're really colorful and saturated and like uh the setting of Baghdad is just super colorful and mm-hmm. really entertaining to look at so
4: and i yeah. think i think they also took a lot of the things that i actually thought quite good from the newer assassins creed games like i love the ability to like use your your bird companion as essentially your like uh radar batman or... detective vision <laughs> and i think that's a really great kind of uh Feature and I like that they're updating that where you know you could be at a at like an enemy camper if they see your bird they can try and sh- they have to try and shoot it out of the sky so you have to take out archers first. They're they're taking a lot of things from modern games from their modern entries that I think still work quite well.
0: Yep. All right, that's coming out in October and yeah, it looks good. Uh, I think Assassin's Creed Mirage is shaping up to be more of a, a return to form, like they've actually built it as. So a lot of my worries are. Not all of them, but a lot of them are kind of sinking back into the void. Uh, Assassin's Creed Nexus is VR Assassin's Creed, so you can play as Ezio, Cassandra, or Connor, and do some stealth assassinations in first person. Neat, huh? Is weird.
4: <laughs> I to be honest, know
0: what to think of this.
4: To be honest, when I heard the word Nexus, I got it confused with Assassin's Creed. Infinity or infinite or whatever that that whole which isn't being talked about probably
0: for good reasons (laughs) probably so yeah it's a VR thing it's meta quest 2 is going to be what's on at least at first so we'll see when that happens uh we got an announcement of an assassin's creed mobile game which is codenamed jade it is a quin keen dynasty uh set in keen dynasty china between um, the timeline-wise, Odyssey and Origins. Looks fun. I don't know. It's a mobile game, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, The gameplay they showed here I thought, legitimately looked good, but I'm just not fond of playing this on a phone.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, So mm. I didn't see this. Is this one... Of, this is... By the way, you're saying this, this doesn't sound like one of the 2D Assassin's Creed games.
0: No, it's a 3D like Assassin's uh, Creed game. Like... I liked I liked the two D
2: Assassin's Creed games. Those are fun little.
0: There already is a Chronicles China, so there is a yeah. Chinese China set Chronicles game. Yeah, what this actually is, I think we'll get more into as this actually comes out. But there's not a ton to talk about yet. Uh, crew Motorfest is a crew game coming out. That's in September.
4: Good. To be honest, I think I skipped this whole thing because I watched it after the fact. So.
0: <laughs> I, didn't I, mean,
1: I didn't want to say
4: anything
1: yeah.
0: but I, I didn't watch a lot of this presentation it's motorfest you can play the crew on the motorfest whoa uh Woo. Crew, i don't know i enjoy the crew games but they're hopefully this is better than the last one because the second one was not great so mm. i would like this to be better but at the same time who knows it's probably the same thing uh then was one of the most legendary showcases that oh, i've God. ever seen Okay. Captain Laserhawk: A Blood Dragon Remix got a trailer, <laughs> and then it also oh, got huh. a really lengthy process of the director trying to, I guess, explain what's going on or something, and make a bunch of jokes, but nobody was laughing, and it was really sad. It was, oh was really,
4: it was really hard to watch. Like I, yeah, I think I skipped through parts of it because it was too hard to watch for me. There it's, were so it's many moments not even where saying
0: he... that there was like a a problem with it at all. It was just, man, I I feel so bad for that man because I there were clearly
4: yeah there were clearly parts where he stopped to wait for applause or laughter and it was just like
1: dead silence. Oh no,
0: <laughs> it was a heel crowd. Oh, they were paid it, off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, X Defiant is going to have an open playtest uh, in a couple weeks, uh, June 21st to 23rd. So actually, when this, the this comes out, been hearing good things.
4: Been hearing good things about X Defiant, actually.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to give it a try. Uh, it's going to have a lot of stuff, so it's it seems fun to play. Um, we don't actually have a release date for it yet. That's important to note because they're probably going to react to feedback from this. But yeah, I am excited to see exactly how this is received. Uh, all right going on to tom clancy's division it's a getting a thing oh boy that's it I'm moving on <laughs> moving on to skull and bones it's
3: hey
0: it's oh come out at some point there's a close beta, beta in august
4: listen they had a they had a sea shanty on stage which was kind of fun to listen to because uh, i i do like me a good sea shanty but it's skull and bones so i don't
3: care <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing it's gotten to the point now where once the game is finally out the meme of it not coming out yet will be gone so i, I think it's i don't gonna, know and gonna it'll gonna just, just be here me. and barren yeah
0: yeah uh, i yeah <laughs> whatever are we gonna it's a do shame. it's a shame <laughs> all right well <laughs> let's talk about uh Ubisoft did a, a reveal of like Jets of radio and Halo crossovers for some other games and stuff like that. and just nothing really super amazing. The big banger from the showcase was the Star Wars outlaws reveal uh, and gameplay yes. reveal. This looked, I think really solid as a yep, Ubisoft style open world Star Wars game. I love that they're not doing a Jedi story that's Thank really God. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm fine if I'm fine if a Sith or something shows up at some point. Or or if yeah, some random Jedi shows up. I don't want to play that character. Like I want mm-hmm. to play the outlaw character in this. And I thing.
4: and part of that is just because I, I think we've gotten enough story about Jedi. I think there's a lot of other parts of Star Wars to explore. Also, we just got a really good Star Wars Jedi game. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's all good points. Uh the showed off some cool combat. You have a lot of stealth action here. Uh you have a little partner buddy pet thing. So cute. He that can is so run around is very cute, great design. Runs around and does things, and you can like order them just to, to distract things. Uh, main character Kves can do a bunch of speeder riding and like can also do combat on it. It was a cool Ooh. thing midway of like the combat on the speeder is you can like f- slow time and like pick targets to aim at rather than having to aim manually, which, which is, is really cool. cool for like horseback combat essentially. Uh, you know what
4: else I saw here that I was mm-hmm. really, uh, jazzed about i've I've, i think i've talked about this before but ubisoft used to be the kings when it came to character like animations they were so highly detailed they were gorgeous to look at and then i feel like just recently they just stopped (laughs) like they were very i think it's just the uh, volume
0: of stuff in the modern assassin's creed games means most things don't get a lot of attention
4: but i think the a lot of the animations that i was seeing here well, the character animations were great, <laughs> like yeah. way higher detailed than what I think we're we're used to, especially with uh Assassin's Creed. So I'm glad to see that that's kind of coming back because they used to be so so good at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was super impressed by the showcase. They showed space combat, which looks relatively basic, but probably good enough to get the job done. It looks like so fun. not yeah. imagine you're going to be doing tons and tons of space combat here. It's uh, it looking to be more action adventure than like an open world
4: RPG which listen you get ubisoft and you get gear scores and level numbers in a room together and i get i i get worried my eyes
0: glaze over and, I'm just and I, yeah. I i i
4: really hope this is more open world adventure action and not rpg because they tend to mm-hmm. really not do a good job with that
0: <laughs> yeah personally we'll see we, we will see. I, I don't know how much of that to expect. I have a feeling we're going to see some damage numbers at some point, and I I may not Probably. be jazzed about it, but I'm sure it's going to happen. Maybe you can turn them off. Yeah, maybe you turn them off. Yeah, looks good. I, I'm really I was happy with this conference. I think they showed a lot of things that looked okay and better than I would have expected. Uh, Outlaws Although there is out one, nowhere... thing. There's one thing. There is one thing. Yeah. Uh, they did
4: have, if you remember, Ryan. Yeah. They did have a Just Dance presentation they that, for some reason, I don't think was part of the main show. But like they had pre-show. the dancers on there. The uh, pre-show, they had the dancers, and none of the production value. So it was just these five poor dancers awkwardly oh. moving around a stage, and it was oh,
2: were they dressed real awkward? In like, were they dressed no. in like the Just Dance neon Kinda. glow, like a, like, had, like
4: a little bit of color?
2: There.
0: Oh. There's no crazy colors Ew. and like no crazy like, costumes. The, the screen props. behind them was showing like finalists of a dance contest or something, and not actually like thematic music video stuff or something. Not, it was it not was good. If you're gonna already, have
2: yeah. people, like if you're gonna hire dancers for a Just Dance show, I want them wearing morph suits and one tone neon <laughs> clothing. Yeah, I agree. And it I was want very them much to be like f- a, busting yeah. the moves.
4: It was very much like a, we have a a, a Just Dance uh, showcase at home type situation. Yeah, it was <laughs> like Anyone... they knew they
0: needed to include it, or everyone would be really upset. But we instead Anyone... we just got like the cheapest version of it possible.
3: Anyone who the only, person Anyone on who those who the only, only game? For
2: those. Anyone who the only game that they play is Just Dance on, on like on is not watching a showcase.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I feel like it's not the conference audience. They keep doing it here um yeah it was fine brett it's time <laughs> to pull up the it's list it's time pull up the list to pull up the pull classic tier list because we need to list. rank
1: these conferences uh yes we've do got... we want to um do we want to i mean because they're here do we want to include the ones that we didn't talk about yet
0: uh yes we're going just to, to have include had the, had the ones one that thing. at least one of us have seen uh, there oh the starfield direct is separate
1: from xbox
2: hmm.
1: yes i i did I that, that just in sense, case yeah. Um, but yeah we we got the the slew of things that were vaguely important enough that we probably talked about them Uh, and we have A B C and F because D is a useless rank and didn't watch um, yeah, because
0: this was yep. originally supposed to be done individually, but now we're past that <laughs> point, <laughs> yeah oh, we well. kind of we did talk about that and decide against it because it's more fun to do it in person argue a little bit. So, yes, I think the the biggest thing here that we can all agree on is the starfield Direct sure. is top slot.
2: oh, absolutely yes. <laughs> i I Abs- can agree absolutely. with that I can because I, I think,
0: regardless of what else was shown, the Starfield Direct, I think, did such a good job of allaying fears about that game mm-hmm. that. It deserves the top spot. And they did a 40 and? minute showcase without it feeling like, like it was extraneous.
2: Where's that? Yeah. Also re upping the hype and making Brett want to get the game yes that's
0: that's an impressive
1: me and another grumpier person both wanting to get the game
4: no that that is a good point though ryan where it was what like a 45 minute show on one game and how many how many presentations have we seen that are half the time or like 10 minutes less with multiple games and they drag
0: it's really there are moments where like people will spend 10 minutes on a game on a show and i'm like i can't handle this and this uh, is after a whole hour of other stuff too. Like immediately yeah. after. And the the and bizarre was still thing too is like intrigued. the thing we typically complain about is there's too much talking heads. But they did talking heads in the show, and it felt good because they yeah. talked because for they a were little all, bit. And they were all excited about what they they're were talking excited, about. They're all excited. They're all developers. Yes. They're talking about things that they liked, and it was yeah really entertaining to watch.
4: And... And the problem with talking heads like that is that typically they show a trailer, they show some gameplay or whatever, and then someone walks on stage and talks about literally what we just watched adds uh-huh. nothing to the conversation. Instead, we got it's people not talking like about
0: that. something we were about to see and giving us context of, like, yeah. someone the, the woman describing that she made a platypus ship, and then they show the platypus ship, and you're like, oh, that's cool that you can do that. That's and like, I'm like, that's great to see. It, it kind uh, of... It-
4: in a lot of ways it harkens back to the attitude that I think a lot of people used to have with Bethesda, where it's like, oh, they're not they're less of like a game developer and they're more a bunch of like gamers that also can make games at the same time. Like, oh, they kind of feel like one of us, you know? Yeah. And I feel like Bethesda has kind of lost that perception. And I feel like this presentation brought that back a little bit, which I think was. Especially, see.
2: you know, that one guy who finds all the creepy things really cool, who who is funny <laughs> yeah. <playing> out the funny I don't I know I what there's other, people other do thing. I love
1: them. I think there's one other thing that we can agree on. Um, and I
0: think we don't even mm-hmm. need to talk about it. I think we could just put it down there. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you could <laughs> just slop that Capcom showcase in F tier and then we just move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're going to keep on trekking. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, all right. PlayStation Showcase was the first show chronologically that yes. I think we'll we'll have a harder time deciding on. Uh, for reference we saw a lot in this one we saw Spider-Man um, a fair number of things. I think the question's going to be was it better or worse than the Xbox show?
2: I think it was slightly Oh, we don't have to have what? them on the we don't have to have them on different tiers. They can be the same tier. They can. Why well, say that? Cuz I, I would it gun
0: different. that the Xbox show was much better. Um, I, I, would I, would, I would say, say that, that as Sony well cuz there's also
2: bad. like there, there's nothing from the PlayStation showcase that I think one had a demo, but like also the Xbox showcase, there were multiple games here, like the um, D- Dungeons of Hinterberg or uh, Jusaint, where I immediately downloaded the Justaint demo. So, and like no other game showcase made me do that. So I'd I'm going to say one
0: word, Alex, and I want your immediate reaction to mm-hmm. Foam Stars. <laughs> That's what I expected. So I think that's that for me is why the Xbox showcase didn't yeah. have any duds. The Sony showcase yeah. had some duds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
4: I had that whole Project Q question mark. The Project Q question
0: mark <laughs> the uh, the whatever that space game was that didn't get talked about. Concord and then space game. That turned out. That oh, turned out to, be like, a, all.
3: Turned oh, out to yeah, be like a. Oh yeah, like like a PvP. Th- <laughs> oh
2: oh yeah that's no. right I, yeah i don't yep. think i don't think the the final shape reveal is enough to
0: break. now the question is
1: uh b or c
0: tier i or think if he still feel a tier i
1: want to i want to put sony in, not a in e. personally i want to put it in b because there were a lot of duds but there were a lot of really heavy hitters that were mm-hmm. fun to watch. spider-man I I I was really good yeah, I, I Spider t- I Man me, showcase yeah. was very good. I, Metal Gear Solid Delta, dude, like that was that great.
2: Metal Gear, yeah, Gear Spider Man's being phenomenal, and we also got like that that good gameplay bit too. Is that we're counting yeah. that as part of the showcase? Yeah, I'll count that as yeah, part yeah. of the showcase Might as well. Yeah, um, and it's
4: I, I wanna I, I wanna go ahead, sorry.
2: Alex. No, no. While, while the um while the final shape reveal is is cool, I don't think it's like enough to be like of a a big. Bang part part of the show. It's yeah, interesting I need for to me know personally. what
0: what it will add to like me playing Destiny to really know where I would rank it. Like it, it was a cool yeah. reveal, but at the same time, like I we're again at the point of a cool reveal that I probably would have rather had in game <laughs> than mm. in a trailer. Yeah, uh, Bungie keeps doing so. They they did it. They they showed off
2: Cades alive the first chance they got. Slap it and like, showed off that Bungo. he was dead. The first the chance I got, got. <laughs> uh, I I want to put Bongo, it yeah.
4: like if we had a spot for it, I think I'd want it somewhere in between C and B, just because I don't really feel like it it belongs in either. But 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 because we can't do that, I think I'm
1: more comfortable because with putting it in B. <laughs> yeah. Because we can't do that. <laughs> uh, because we can't do that.
3: <laughs>
1: Color race, put and put a half. it. Put it.
2: No. Put it in P for PlayStation.
0: It's C point <laughs> five is oh, a good one. Love <laughs> C point <C>. five. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh <right. laughs> I think we can throw ex- the PC gaming show into didn't watch because I don't. I don't think anyone yeah. watched this one. PC no. gaming I, show. I also no. don't
2: recall. Anything from the future game show, really? I'm going to well, fight for the future game show.
0: I'm going to fight for the future game show, too. <laughs> I think the future game show was really good. and It, it, it was one be that I didn't B-tier. watch
2: and only caught some, I, uh, some things from separately.
1: Yeah, I, I want to put this in B because I feel like we could have a whole episode just talking about the things that I liked from... The future game yeah. show. I'll
0: the thing keeping it from a for me is they showed a dinosaur game at the start and then they cut, they cut the trailer off at the peak of the music and didn't show the name of the game and that's pretty yeah that's a pretty big yeah. mistake. To me. Right. What? Yeah. I agree. Which has <laughs> happened more it, than the once sh- with future game show. Like the rest of the show ran pretty flawlessly, but that one oh. trailer like <laughs> they cut it off before yeah. they oh. talked about what the game was and then just nobody talked and mentioned the name of the game. So I don't know what to expect because they just didn't show it. Uh, yep. I feel like the Ubisoft Forward was a classic C tier presentation. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Because there was.
1: I mean, we mentioned how often. Enough live
2: action blunders and talking heads.
1: Well, we, 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 like, sped through it at points. Those of us who only had the opportunity to watch it after the stream, there was, like. I mean, none of it looked, like, absolutely terrible. But at least, just speaking for me, like most of it was stuff I didn't really care about. The Just Dance section Um, was
0: painful, and the Captain Laserhawk thing. As cool as the Captain Laserhawk show looks, that was not the way to talk about it. And
4: I think any time you put Skull and Bones in your presentation, that automatically bumps it down. The fact that I keep forgetting uh, that Skull and
0: Bones was in that presentation is bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff about that. (laughs)
4: I would I would also put Summer Games Fest at a C, to be honest.
0: I, I yeah, would maybe there say wasn't... C point five. I <laughs> <C4>. yeah, <laughs> I, I
1: I can make an argument for both because I don't I wasn't like wowed by like nothing like blew my socks off. Like there wasn't a Metal Gear thing or persona like level of like thing but I wasn't like bored to tears like I usually am during yeah. the like parts of the Jeff Keeley shows. I I mean, we we li- I literally. still got we, we, sh- we got the Prince Persia reveal
0: tier. in this. We got the ah. uh, the Spider-Man two got the release date in the showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seven Rebirth got shown off here. I think it was a lot of like Nicolas oh, Cage really was there. Oh,
2: yeah, and he seemed <laughs> into it. He did not <laughs> just seem like he wandered onto the stage. John Carpenter's
0: Toxic 2.5. Commando. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
4: So many heavy hitters. <laughs> I
0: think the biggest thing that I would almost count as a, like, good thing, even though it was insane, was the Twisted Metal show. Because that trailer was so bizarre that I was entertained the whole time, even if I don't ever plan on watching it. So, yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff in that. Uh,
2: I I have a personal headcanon that Twisted Metal and uh, Payday are in the same universe solely because of the clown mask and that's it.
0: Absolutely. Screw it. Might as well. <laughs>
4: Why not?
0: Absolutely. And that's my know, only justification. That's unfortunate for. <laughs> yeah. It. But uh, I think the Xbox Show is probably an easy like top of B tier.
1: Mm. I I want to put it in A. I'd say, a, I'd say a i A as well a. because like I, I said, said before, no, they B- didn't B- have B- any. Size. They
2: didn't have any duds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a <laughs>
0: no, a, <laughs> no, a <laughs> You get one. You get one yeah i think i think a tier is good as well i i don't have any big complaints from that showcase oh and
2: and look at look at that with with our arrangement we have formed the letter f
0: (laughs) we've paid our respects to summer game fest uh in the best way possible by tier listing an f
4: okay (laughs) okay no 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 you know what would have been creepy though if we didn't have the C point five, another one goes
3: yeah, and we, made an watch, e.
2: we would have gotten an E. <laughs> we made an E. Oh my God. Yeah. Even Incredible. when we
0: didn't want to. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. These are all pretty good. So I, I was happy mm-hmm. with most of this. Um, I think the reason we don't have a D tier is because there really weren't any D tier shows this year. Uh, yeah, everything was just, at least yeah. passing. Yeah, I agree. Except for Capcom. Except for Capcom, <laughs> which really that show didn't need to exist. Uh, and yeah, Devolver Direct's not on this, but again, we didn't watch it, so it would have been I didn't watch and have been any. So Do we
4: do we want to do a follow-up of some of the other shows? Because We, I just we will have talk about games from the others
0: for sure. Yeah. Because okay. yeah.
4: Uh, I, I feel bad not not covering them here.
0: Yeah, it, we just don't have the time. We, we're already pushing it two hours. So oh, I'm going to put wow, us into yeah. shout-outs because we've done the tier list. Uh, Brett, you can stop your share if you would like to stop your share. If I can get my mouse over there. There we go.
2: Oh, I, I, have a, I have a good shout-out. Do it. Do the shout-out? I'm waiting for a dramatic effect. Uh...
0: <laughs> Incredible. Go ahead.
2: Ryan. Riot, Ryan's hair.
0: Wow. It is luscious. It is luscious. It is, okay, so now you've, you've said I have to give the story about this. The reason it's so poofy right now is because it's very hot. Uh, so that's why I was at a hair appointment for six hours. <laughs> Because <laughs> I got highlights in and didn't know they took that long. Like, the result was great, but it was not what I expected. Uh, and I didn't eat beforehand. So I was there for six hours and then had to eat breakfast at four o'clock. So Ooh. it was a really interesting day. Um. All right. Well, you nominated that's me That's my, I'll shout, do my out. shout out. Next. Uh, <laughs> my shout out is Final Fantasy 16's demo. Uh, Hell yeah. There was no other easy spot to fit this in here. This demo, incredible. Great, great demo. Uh, I wasn't planning on buying this game until reviews, and then I played the demo, and then it hit me with the first, oh, you want to buy this game now? And I, was, I I managed to resist the first one. And then I played the Iconic <laughs> Challenge and got to the second one and instantly bought the game. My <laughs> yeah. god. It was A so two-part good. demo. Ryan, so cool.
4: come on.
0: <laughs> now, Kiyoshida doesn't miss, and I am choosing to throw my lot in with this man and his production capabilities to ensure that this game is at least very fun. And what I'm at least convinced of now is that even if the story is terrible, which I don't think it will be, I'm going to enjoy the game. It's going to be, uh, gonna be the, phenomenal. The the guttural "I'll kill you" at the, the best end. line oh, delivery yeah. of all fucking kill you I've ever heard. Yeah, probably one of the best ever. line deliveries <laughs> ever. It was just incredible. Ben Starr as Clive's voice actor is insane. And the great thing is, you can go watch him with a bunch of other games YouTubers. Reacting to them playing the trailer because he's just oh. a cool guy who went to Summer oh, Game cool. Fest from London, uh, and traveled Sweet. to California to go hang out with people. And so, Easy Allies and a few other studios did videos with him playing the demo, and it was super cool to see like his takes on things and that. Let, um, let me and and, and to,
4: to, add on to, the, to add on to that, to add on to that, this demo was so much fun that now I'm interested in the game, which I was kind of before, but now I'm much more on board. And if if the only issue a Final Fantasy game has to get over is the fact that every time someone says Clive, I just think of Eric Cartman yelling <laughs> Clive from South Park in my head. <laughs> if that's the only issue the game has to get over for me right now, then I think it's in a pretty good spot.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, uh,
4: I'll
1: go next. Yeah, go.
4: I'll go next. So uh, this one requires a bit of an explanation. So Alex and I have, I think, the most refined sense of humor um in 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 the modern era now now brett here's the funny thing i see i see <laughs> you over there i see you over there but this this here shout out is actually a call out you hate our sense of humor and it makes you sad every single day but might i pull up general chat a little while ago <gasps> where <gasps> oh,
3: uh, yes
4: where I y'all y'all I couldn't make it unfortunately. But y'all want to play some battle bit, which I've heard is a is a pretty fun game. And so Al- Ryan and Alex are like, "Yeah, I'll be there in a bit, I'm making dinner." Da da da. And then Brett comes in and says, "I'll be home in a parentheses battle bit."
1: You you should I forget what it was, but while while we were playing too, mm-hmm. I made probably I can't I can't remember what it was. I made probably one of the most well-thought-out and best puns of my entire life. And nobody laughed, and I forgot what it was. But I remember thinking that that wow, that was smart. And I did not write it down or anything, and it's just gone. Oh my! <laughs> I don't goodness. know what was wrong with that's, me. That's, that's say, why
2: punning is a beautiful art form because you make so many. Say, they're, they're just gone with the wind.
4: All I can say, Brett, is welcome, welcome.
1: I'm you're part so of you're one of us horrified now. Horrified to be here.
0: You can't part of back. the
4: ship, part of the crew.
0: Agony. <laughs> no, it's your turn. You got to follow that up. Uh, you can't hide well, I, Shout out. I,
1: listen, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a very basic shout out because this is probably like the 80th time I've shouted out witch from Mercury, but it's it's the show's fault because the episodes come out on Sunday. So I watch them and then I go to work and then I come back here and it's still mm-hmm. fresh on my mind that God damn it, these space lesbians keep toying with my heart and they make me feel things how dare they and this me, time man. <laughs> it it was they, they it, it was perfect it was it was just it was the best episode of anything ever we've reached wait. levels oh my god we've reached levels of kino that have not been surpassed by any other I'm media i'm so before.
2: excited for thursday
1: we we you know they start referencing the the, the thing about Gundam is that there's a million different installments but once you have watched most of them, you start getting like, rewarded like it's like an investment or something. Like you've <laughs> let the wine age for 30 years, and now it's aired out, and you, and, and you, can, you can enjoy all the, the tannins and all the stupid mecha bullshit that's in this gigantic, horrible franchise of dumb stuff. It's giving uh, off notes and... of
2: Plastic Runner.
1: <laughs> exactly I feel like I've been inhaling plastic fumes because I've been thinking about the fact that they've referenced like four of the other shows in one episode in ways that made me very happy uh, right. it, it's it's very good
0: can't wait wow. well with that said we're at the end of the show we're gonna be back next week uh, doing some inane thing I think that we're gonna try to do the Game Pass Games Club next week uh, on Saturday instead of Sunday because guess what WrestleCast stuff throwing in again yes. bizarrely because there's two people views back to back it's going be great. I see him punk with That was wild. Didn't watch hey, it. the fuck off my Probably show. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. <laughs> <laughs>